millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Saturday Night Livestream. Hope you guys are out there having a lovely evening. I'm super excited because my guest tonight is my good friend, the one and only J.R. Majewski. And in the first portion of the program, we are also going to be joined by a young man by the name of Clinton Rary. Clinton, you may remember, I actually played a video from his Twitter on the show the other day. Clinton has gone out and built upon the work that James O'Keefe did, exposing the fact that Act Blue is laundering money for the Democrats. And it gets deep. Of course, you know, because I told you just the other day that Jr. has announced his candidacy once more for Ohio's 9th District, taking on Marcy Captor. A couple of things are different this time. Well, first of all, she's older. She's got to be tired. Second of all, Jr. has the experience under his belt now. He knows what to expect. Wrap-up smears incoming. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. Without further ado, join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, the one and only Mr. J.R. Majewski. J.R., how are you, brother? I'm doing good, buddy. How about you? Awesome. Looking nice yes, and tan. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Seems to be the, the number one comment in the chat, but I'll take it. Uh, I am perfectly comfortable being a, a sun-bronzed Greek god down here in sunny Florida. Uh, absolutely love it. I think that gold, uh, I've said this. Start on, calling so you Gold Pill 78. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. That's great, man. Uh, well, cons- considering the fact that the FBI recently termed uh, the terms red pill and uh, based Chad and a number of other things as uh, possible terms that terrorists might use or uh, right wing extremists, people were suggesting that maybe I, I change my name. But I, I said, I, I, Jr. at this point, the FBI knows who I am. <laughs> you know, they already know red pill 78. They know red pill news. They know Zach Payne. Uh, and they know that I'm not a terrorist. They know that I, I'm not a right-wing extremist. I, I'm just somebody who uh, uh, has a, a lot to say, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people with a lot to say who are not bad people at all. Right. Unfortunately, you know, with the left-wing propaganda, yeah, we have to we have to fight a little bit harder. That's all. It's true. It's absolutely true. All right. Well, Jr. We were talking right before the show about uh, the the gentleman I'm about to bring in. Uh, named Clinton Rary. Clinton has done some incredible work, um, and uh, and and as I said, uh, building upon something that James O'Keefe had discovered. And uh, you know, I I think that one of the goals that James had in the creation of the O'Keefe Media Group was to get average everyday people, citizen journalists, out there on the beat digging up this information. And uh, when I saw what Clinton was doing, I, I was, you know, very proud. I, w- I was excited about it. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to say. And I'm hoping that maybe the information that he has will also help arm you in the coming election, uh, because obviously you're going to need to know about these things. Let's go ahead and bring in Clinton and we'll see what's going on. Let me say thank you to Neo. So good to see you, Neo. She says, hey, brothers, when's your next road trip? Love you both. Um, probably, I don't know, man. We we, we should plan something, but uh, uh, maybe later on this year, after the summer, something like that. You guys are always welcome down here. You know that. Uh, and then Sean Joe dropped a couple of cookies. Okay, uh, please, everyone, join us in welcoming our next guest for this evening, uh, Mr. Clinton Rary. Clinton, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing well, other self. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, very excited to have you here. And just so you know, this is my friend J.R. Majewski. J.R. is a great friend, uh, a longtime guest here on the program, and uh, he's running for Congress in Ohio's 9th District. And so I thought that uh, the information you've been able to gather might be something that could help him and, uh, you know, overall help conservative uh, American patriots, people who are running for office, because this is something that, as far as I'm concerned, is of paramount importance. Let's break it down a little bit for the audience. I had uh, shown a video that you had produced, which was, hold on just a second, uh, trying to get the right screen up, and I want to make sure that we are showing your Twitter on screen. Uh, Hang on. What the heck? Where is your Twitter? Why is it not here? <laughs> Did I get banned okay. again? No, no, no. You're definitely still there. I just don't know why I can't find it in OBS. Um, that's not it. I had it all ready to go, and now it's uh, it's just it's just not here. Well, hold on, that's not it. Okay, hold on. Uh, we're we're gonna try to find it here as um as as we're talking about this, but. Um, had, had you been doing any work like this before you saw the report from James O'Keefe on what Act Blue was doing? 
So I was doing uh, a lot of stuff locally, looking into organizations, following the money, and kind of like connecting all these radical far-left progressive organizations, which ultimately George Soros was connected to all of them. Um, literally pouring $11 million into my city that I'm living here in because I, I ran for city council last year, um, mm. lost against a uh, an open socialist, um, got called every name under the bus from white supremacist to Nazi with no shred of evidence. It's just their typical thing to call you names and hopefully you run away scared. Right. So, uh, and, and, and just for the audience, where, where do you live at? Where did you run at? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Okay, so you had your work cut out for you, and uh, it, it seems like the, uh, the the work that you're doing now, digging into the uh, FEC records on these uh, small time donations that are being made to Act Blue, uh, you, you're probably going to have your work cut out for you. I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's plenty of people that you can talk to on a daily basis. So. Uh, when you initially went out, that first video that I played, uh, which details you speaking with uh, an, an, an elderly woman, uh, you find much the same that James did. You know, there were many, many donations that had gone out to her. Um, how many people did you first speak with when you went out? And do you have any idea on how much money you were able to identify as possibly being laundered? So that first video is the only one that I pushed out. Uh, I've given O'Keefe another believe six or seven videos regarding act blue and mm -hmm. there's only one individual that i was able to actually verify the donations that she was not making and it was thirty five thousand dollars altogether over two years um with the lady that i spoke with that you saw the video uh she, the communication with her was very difficult because she was very fragile she couldn't even get out of her chair even though she said she, she was just about to go check check her out act blue so, mm -hmm. I mean, she lived in an elder care facility on the second floor, which was the hospital wing. And mm -hmm. so all the door, all the doors are open on that, on that floor. And it was, I thought it was odd that security didn't even stop me um, because technically I shouldn't have been in the building, but I, I didn't know that until after I was leaving. Um, but it could have been anywhere from a hundred thousand dollars. That was illegitimate to $80,000 in my retrospect, because she ultimately spent $161,000 over six years. And mm -hmm. to spend that much money living on elder care, um, it wasn't realistic. But there was no. one that we were able to match up where a lady did pull up her Act Blue account, and we pulled up the FAC data. And we put them side by side. Her highest donation was $897 to Beto O'Rourke uh, when he ran for governor. And then there's a $5,000 donation on the FEC website, but not on our Act Blue. So we, we confirmed right there and then that $5,000 was donated in her name um, that she didn't do. JR, if you think about how many possibilities exist out there for laundering of money uh, to be going into a variety of different campaigns. I mean, the sky's the limit. Uh, I mean, we've got essentially, you know, half and half the country, uh, you know, let's say maybe like 30% of the American adult population might be likely donors to the DNC or to act blue. <clears throat> and it means that they have uh, virtually unlimited opportunities uh, to push as much money as they want to into these campaigns. Um, you know what is kind of uh, uh, <laughs> it's a difficult pill to swallow here, JR, um, but apparently people in my chat have told me, and I confirmed this with uh, with Clinton before we began, 
Uh, it looks like Win Red is also doing this to some degree. Um, Clinton, do you know if anybody has actually approached any potential laundered victims uh, that were donating to Win Red? Yeah, I have spoken with two individuals uh, that I found in the city of Austin. Now, mm-hmm. there are several others throughout the state of Texas, but Texas is massive. And for me to drive up to Lubbock is like a five-hour drive to hope someone's home that I could speak with them. Um, so over the 2020 and 2016, I factored that there's potentially 50 people in the state of Texas that were being used to launder money through their names because it was about four to four to 5,000 donations over a two-year period for 2016 and 2020. That's just staggering. And those 50 people that you mentioned, is that for Win Red or is that for Act Blue or is that a composite? No, that's for, that's for Win Red. Act Blue in the state of Texas is a couple hundred individuals. Uh, Austin, when you look at major cities like Austin, Houston, and Dallas, that's where it's kind of centralized um, because you've got a big metropolitan, so a big pool of people to pick from. And mm-hmm. plus, these are people that are already donating to Act Blue. So some of, a lot of the donations are going to be legitimate that they're making, but then there's going to be a lot of them are that are illegitimate. And when they're 75, 85 years old, that they don't really familiar with uh, technology, they're not going to check up on to see if their donations that they're making are actually accurate to the FEC website. So I didn't even know about FEC.gov until O'Keefe released his video that, oh, you can actually track these donations and you can pull mm-hmm. up people's addresses and actually go talk with them. So for this latest video that you posted earlier today, you you mentioned a a couple of other organizations, and and it looks like the exact same formula that is being done with Act Blue is is being put into action with these other organizations. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, so the uh, other organization that I started looking into is called It Starts Today. It was founded in 2016 by the second CEO of Act Blue, and he was also the COO of Act Blue. So he learned how to refine those skills to start his own company to kind of duplicate it there. But instead of doing large donations, it seems that this organization is a micro uh, micro donation uh, volume. Um, I didn't see any like a massive $20 donations like I would see was seeing with Act Blue, it varies from one penny uh, to nine cents um, that they're doing in donations. And it's varying from 3,000 donations in a year up to 9,000 donations in a year. So it, it seems that they're using this to draw down the average donation made uh, to the DNC. So they're not being impacted by those large donations in the, in the tens of thousands to the hundreds of thousands. Uh, it'd be really interesting to do the math <clears throat> and to determine what the average donation it, it, it truly is to the DNC. You know, take out all of those penny and the two cent or whatever they might be and uh, and, and just see how much it is actually being given. Um, do do we have any idea? I mean, I can speculate, but were you able to ascertain any possible uh, 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 avenues that this money might be coming in? I mean, it. it is this just money that's being donated by large Democrat sources? Um, you know, because I mean, I, I would imagine there would be a credit card trail or some type of paper trail that would go along with every single one of these donations. Yeah, there's going to be a credit card trail. Um, and so getting a DA or an attorney general to freeze their records, because I know Act Blue is in the process, process of potentially filing bankruptcy. Once they file mm. a bankruptcy, all those records are gone. So we can't prove any fraud that was going on within. So 
I'm trying to work with uh, Ken Paxton here in Texas. Uh, I'm sitting, I've been working with the Travis County GOP to get me a meeting because I have all these videos, all the records downloaded. We just need to freeze their records before they file bankruptcy uh, to get that evidence. Um, it, but I thought I had an aha moment. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, is that a recent development? I mean, like in the last two weeks, has ActBlue announced that they're filing for bankruptcy or has this been something that's been in the works? Because I hadn't heard that. So uh, a couple people send me articles uh, that it looks like there's a potentially of them filing bankruptcy. It's not 100% certainty, um, mm-hmm. but it is a possibility. Um, and then when I was playing around with Excel, when I downloaded the data, um, there's another individual. He's playing around with it because he's trying to learn how to do this in uh, Las Vegas. And his wife's an accountant. And so she was pushing some buttons. And on the money trail, he was converting basically all the fake donations that we were able to identify, it was converting them into Chinese companies and only Chinese companies. And so we Mm. thought, Oh my God, like this is where the money's coming from. But it was actually a glitch within the software. Even if you open up a new blank document, punch in some numbers and use the data sets and use currency, it still converts it to only Chinese companies that are real companies. It's the oddest Mm. thing that I've, I've seen. Um, had me stumped. I thought, I was like, man, we got it, but not, we still trying to figure out where the money's coming from. Uh, have you heard about, uh, Marco Rubio now talking about this? I know he's, uh, uh, you know, Florida, but, uh, that might be an avenue to get some information to him so that uh, he can push it along considering that it's actually on his radar. Are you guys there? Is Mike, did I lose internet? Can you guys hear me? There you go. We got you back. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, I was saying, have you, uh, have you heard about Marco Rubio uh, sounding the alarm on this? I know that he is, uh, you know, Florida. Go ahead. Yeah. Any, any state can uh, take this and move forward with it. It doesn't have to be Texas. Um, I mean, if Marco Rubio can muster up everything and get it done, then I'm all for it. I'll back and support anybody that from any state that can get this done to freeze those records. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my point was uh, just, uh, have you considered reaching out to him as well? Uh, that's something I should do that. I'll probably end up doing that uh, this next week. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Um, is, is there anything you want to uh, uh, tell us ab- about this video? I wanted to play a little bit of the clip of um, uh, of, of what you had posted earlier today and then see- send people over to your Twitter so that they can finish watching. So I, I recommend because I just wanted to figure out if this was just isolated between ActBlue and WinRed, which is pretty much the same machine for the same political parties, just opposite side. But yeah. I'm finding out it's not just those two. Are, it is other organizations. So I encourage everybody in their own city, find the biggest pack and look into them. See what kind of donations that they're getting. Let's, let's blow this up, magnify it across the nation, get all these NGOs, and let's take their money from them. Because that's how they're beating us. Is they have lots and lots of money competing against the average Joe like myself, where I don't have these huge pockets to compete against. So if we can take their money away from them, we'll, we'll have a chance to fight. No, you're, you're absolutely right. All right, let's watch a clip of this and then I will go ahead and pass out uh, Clinton's Twitter in the chats. 
people using like names and addresses that they may may not be making donations. But back in 2017, it said she made 468 donations in one year to an organization called It Starts Today. Does that sound familiar? Uh, I don't know. Uh, she donates to quite a few folks. So. Okay. Yeah, because uh, they're like small micro donations. There's like two cents, like almost every day, like 10, 15 times a day. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so kind of work. These are the kind of the addresses that we're going to because so uh, you see, showing in 2017, that's the only time it donated to that organization, two cents. Hmm. And so, Clinton, it seems like every single person that you were able to make contact with uh, was like open yeah, and willing to speak with you. Did. Did you only put in positive interactions or or is that what you found? Is that pretty much anybody when they heard about this, they thought, wow, that's weird and maybe I should do something. So there was 21 addresses that I pulled up for my city. That I, So I did all this today. I went out, mm-hmm. went to every house today. Um, only Only five people answered their door. One person was negative. They wouldn't even talk to me without showing my ID. Uh, so mm-hmm. they slammed the door on me. So it wasn't even, I got like, 15 seconds of a video so i didn't even bother putting it in there because it had zero context besides the person being rude yeah yeah all right well awesome uh and anything else that you want to tell the audience uh before we uh sign off well i i have no experience in any of this i've learned all this on my own so you don't have to be very technical to do this all you got to go to is fec.gov find an organization in your neighborhood put them in and then play around with it and just follow the money. That's all you got to do. All right. Yeah. Then make videos and put it on Twitter and we can expose these people. That's awesome. All right. Well, great job, Clinton. I really appreciate what you're doing out there. And I hope we can stay in touch. And uh, if you find out anything else, just let me know and I'll be happy to tell the audience. Will do. All right, brother. Have a great night. Good luck. We'll see you. All right. So, Jr. What are your initial thoughts? I mean, this seems like a fairly sophisticated operation. Uh, I, 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 you know, in the same way that the Democrats appear to just cheat better than us when it comes to the ballot box, looks like they're cheating better than us when it comes to these donations. I mean, I, I don't personally care if it's Republicans or Democrats, and I'm sure you feel the same way. I mean, cheating mm-hmm. is cheating, right? And I think this is another circumstance where. The the elitists on both sides of the aisle are, are using the power of the purse to buy our, our elections. And you, you have to really consider why they would do this, right? Um, the maximum donation from any single individual last year was $2,900 for the election. This year, it's moved up to 3300 And when a candidate receives a donation directly from a uh, an individual, um, they can use that money then to buy uh, media, right? And media is usually... Um, the I would say the the most uh, the largest expense, right? And so, by law, uh, someone who's a multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire, they can donate as much money as they want to to a candidate through a super PAC, right? Mm-hmm. But and their identity is hidden. But here's the catch: when a candidate goes to buy media, they get it at a at a at a standard rate that is set based on the fact that they're a candidate for office. When the super PAC goes to buy that same media, they're charged, you know, the same rate as as that media outlet would charge a commercial organization, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes it's you know 100 percent more. And so, what they're doing is they're they're trying to stretch their dollar farther, and and that's why they're making these donations and they're trying to get them directly to the candidate because the candidate can can you know take that penny and that penny could become 
you know, worth 75 cents if you consider the, you know, the, the markups. And I, I, I think it's, you know, again, it's another another situation where, yeah, I would I would assume that the Republican Party is probably doing the same. Um, yep. And I, I wouldn't just say it's the Republican Party. Um, this is definitely um, part of the these consult- are super. These are super PACs. Yeah, I would I would you know, I would say it's probably the consultant class doing this. Um, it's probably a f- the fundraiser class because the more money that they can raise, the more of a commission they get. And, you know, as we saw in the 2022 election, there were a lot of candidates that spent a lot of money on consultants. And at the end of the day, if the candidates lose, the consultants still win because they're getting paid and there's really no skin in the game for them. So, you know, th- this is unfortunate because, you know, there's probably going to be multiple investigations and, and they're probably going to put a harder uh, burden of proof on everybody. And, you know, that, that just, you know, with the trickle down effect, it's going to make it harder for, you know, uh, candidates that are just starting out or, or don't have the uh, infrastructure, you know, to, to manage just more law because the FEC process gathering donations, the quarterly reporting that that's, that's a, it's a very arduous process. It's not something that you can just do. So, you know, something occurred to me, these donations, they must be coming in as an automatic debit on a checking account, because on a transaction of one cent, that's not going to be made from a credit card, because there will be transaction fees that are going to be incurred on something like that. And so, there's there there's no way to do that. I mean, oftentimes with a credit card, you know, you've got a minimum 25 cent fee, a minimum 30 cent fee, plus a percentage of the total purchase. Uh, so this has got to be an automatic debit that's coming out. And that means that it, it would be attached to someone's checking account. So, I mean, it could very easily be followed back. And if any prosecutors out there really wanted to investigate this, I mean, we just saw... Elvin Bragg in Manhattan charged Donald Trump with a uh, apparently a, a federal violation of uh, camp of, of improperly uh, marking things for his campaign, even though that's not what happened at all. So, I mean, Alvin Bragg kind of set the precedent that basically anybody, any prosecutor anywhere can take action if they find a crime. Yeah. Well, it's back to your first point. Um, I would I would wager that. These aren't individual transactions. These are probably gone through what's called the Joint Fundraising Commission or a JFC. And how that works is that, let's say, for example, Zach, you give me a maximum donation. Let's say you gave me a $2,900. Well, let's say you gave me a $4,900 donation, okay? Mm-hmm. $2,900 of that would go to my campaign. And then if it would be up to the Joint Fundraising commi- Committee, um, they could set 50 different campaigns uh aside and and that remaining two thousand dollars would then be divvied up amongst those other uh coffers right and Mm -hmm. that's where you see the you know the 20 cents the five cents and there's no additional fee on it because the additional fee is hitting that first level of that fundraising committee and and then the trickle down you know again there's there's no transaction fee that that i would almost guarantee is what's happening. So there's probably a, a, a major pool that they're donating to, and then they're just using, um, you know, innocent people's names, uh, you know, as a, as a proxy to, to make that donation legal. Well, I mean, a 
forgive me, but I mean, I, I assume that Act Blue was that major pool. Because I mean, from what I understand, and maybe you know more about this than I do, but Act Blue is like that clearinghouse for all of those donations that come in. People donate as much money as they want to, as often as they want to, to Act Blue. And then Act Blue makes that decision on who to give that money to. So, I mean, no. is that not how, how it works? No, that's okay. not how it works. So. You have to you have to consider them as like a uh, a, a middleman, a clearinghouse, right? So you donate the money, but your treasurer, whoever the treasurer is of that pack or that campaign committee or what have you, they work with Act Blue or Win Red to set up you know the legalities, right? So when the money is dispersed to these different accounts, Act Blue or Win Red has provisions in place to make sure that they don't exceed federal limits. But you know it's it's ultimately incumbent upon the treasurer. And then whoever the representative is for that company to, to, you know, to set the, again, the precedence and the delineation of, you know, what accounts get hit. So it's probably, um, I, I would, I would assume it's probably a case where Act Blue is, you know, just, just acting as the, again, like I would say the political bank or the, the third party in this. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say that they were actively involved just because these, these are programs, right? You're not really working or talking with somebody. It's just like you know, you're making the donation, but you pre-select all that stuff electronically. You set that all up electronically before any donations come in, such that it has a process and a, and a process flow that it goes through. Okay, so Act Blue is basically just like the distribution arm. Somebody else is collecting it, and uh, you know, initially I, I thought, well, it must be Act, Act Blue must be involved because. The people that are having money donated in their name had donated previously to Act Blue. But I suppose all of this information is public. So anyone out there paying attention to the FEC website could uh, harvest uh, data from the last election, say, okay, we had these people age 80 and older who are probably not going to pay attention to how much money it says they're donating. We can safely use their names to launder $10 million or however much it might be. And, and and then yes. they just make that, you know, they make that initial $10 million donation and they just have to make sure that, you know, down the down the, the line of that joint fundraising committee or, or that waterfall, as it's commonly referred to, that there's enough accounts available there, which would be able to accept, you know, the, the and absorb that entirety of, of the million dollars or $10 million legally. Yeah. Um, so one person, one vote says, uh, could even be phantom names assigned to addresses. No, that's the thing. Each of these names has to belong to a real person because again, it's like trackable. You have to be able to track and see who's donated what to whom. And it's reported to the FEC. Um, I would be interested to know if perhaps some of these people are no longer living because in the same way they've figured out how to make dead people vote. I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out they've also figured out how to make dead people donate. Yeah. And I believe that there, I believe the FEC rules also set a, uh, essentially a, a, a limit on, you know, if, if someone donates X amount of dollars or more, you have to get their name and address. Right. Okay. So, you know, there, there are some loopholes here, which make this, you know, just a, a, a it's going to be a pretty intricate case if it gets picked up. Because I'm not sure what the actual dollar amount is, but you know, under a certain amount of money, which far exceeds 10 cents, um, th- there's no real reporting requirement. So 
you know, it, it could be the case where this could get thrown out just based on that. I mean, it sounds terrible, but, you know, that, that, that would be an example of them skirting the law. God, you know, I, I sure hope that there is a single honest prosecutor out there who is willing to take a look at something like this. I mean, if, if there was ever a case that deserved an investigation, I feel like this is it. You know, I mean, like you've clearly got people who admit on camera we did not donate that money. So then the question becomes, where did the money come from? You know, I mean, is it coming from rich American donors who want to launder an additional $10 million? Is it coming from the Mexican drug cartels? Is it coming from some other foreign national source, such as China, uh, such as, you know, any other foreign nation? Yeah, it it it, it might well could be, man. I mean, it, it's just... Uh... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised giving some given some of the things that I've seen that, you know, occurred during our entire electoral process. It's a, it's a very, very, um, it's a very, very dirty place to be. I can tell you that people, um, yeah. people are really in outside of the, I would say outside of the candidate space, it's, it's very hard to find people that are in politics, involved in politics um, with a good heart and good intentions. They're, they're normally in it for fame or, or wealth. Well, you're totally right. And uh, Dusker, who uh, always the pessimist, <laughs> says those are some high hopes, RP, just saying. Uh, and yes, I, I know they are high hopes. But, you know, if why else are we doing this? You know, I mean, why am I drawing attention to this? I want something to be done. You know, I mean, like Jr. I mean, I think this is why you decided that you were going to run for office. We are sick of business as usual in Washington, D.C., the elites, that donor class, they can do and say whatever they want to. They can right. destroy whomever they choose. They can uh, pervert our system, whether it's our, our legislative, executive, or judicial. They can pervert all of them for their own whims. And they have been doing this for a very long time. And I, I think that, once again, this is the reason why I'm bringing it up, why I'm talking about it, you know, because – Somebody somewhere at some point is going to hear us talking about this and they're going to say, well, geez, you know, those guys are right. We've got to do something about this. I was surprised to hear Marco Rubio talking about it himself. You know, I mean, okay, so he knows that Act Blue has money being laundered through it. And he says that the FEC needs to do an investigation. I don't trust the FEC much, uh, but I would I would really trust some conservative prosecutor out there who wants to take a page out of Alvin, Alvin, what's his last name? Alvin Brooks, Alvin, Bragg. um, Bra yeah, 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 Alvin Bragg, take a page out of Alvin Bragg's book and, uh, and, and bring up some charges uh, against somebody. I mean, they've got to be able to figure it out. And I mean, the, the, the other hardship that you face too, is the FEC really has no power. Um, mm -hmm. the FEC can, they can, they can find you, you know, but but then they have to recommend to the DOJ, and then then you have you know another set of circumstances. You know, maybe a double set of standards, depending on how you look at it. But you know that that that's where we uh, it's, it's where we're all screaming and shouting about having a bloated government, right? We're just layered upon layered, so nothing gets done. Everybody just talks about yeah. things, and you know, it, depending on if it's the prime if it's a prime news story with the mainstream media or if it's not. That that seems to be you know the 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 barometer of whether or not things get attention, and it's just uh, it's the unfortunate reality we live in. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that doesn't uh, mean JR, we don't. 
fight about it. That, mean, that doesn't mean we just yeah. sit on our hands and, and still don't do anything. I mean, we, we still have yeah. to still have to, to, to bring these things to light. Yeah, I, I think we have a moral obligation to do that. I mean, you know, for years of my life, uh, before I started doing this publicly, you know, I mean, like I knew about all of this evil and this criminality that was happening and you know, the, not saying something about it to people drove me crazy. I mean, feeling like it was worthless, feeling like there was no point, uh, feeling like I myself as an individual could not have some sort of impact on the world. It was enough to drive me to uh, to almost kill myself, you know, I mean, like, you know, metaphorically speaking, but. Um, you know, I mean, it, that that weight of that knowledge, uh, it nearly crushed me. And so for me, you know, there is a, a fair amount of catharsis involved in um, trying to draw attention to these things, because I think to know and say nothing is tantamount to actually like taking part in these things. You know, if you choose to sit back and do and say nothing, then you are allowing it to happen. Your your tacit approval is given to these evil doers. And uh, that's why we are in the situation we're in right now, JR, because yeah. so many people knew and they chose to say nothing. They just let it happen. And now look where America is. Right. And 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 the people on our side of the aisle you know, when you when you do bring it to their attention, the people that are in power, they 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 tend to not do anything about it unless there's a direct benefit to them personally. And yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's just a, a a problem that is is so monotonous, so so many layers to you know uh, just how we deal with citizen discovered issues in, in this country and how our representatives aren't aren't listening to the people. I mean. If they were listening to the people, Congress would function in a totally different way. And, uh, you know, that I don't I don't think we've I think I, I think we're getting somewhere. You know, I think with this new Congress this year, you know, what they did with the speaker's race and some of the concessions that they made and, you know, the power that was given back to all of the representatives rather than having it, you know, at a single source or a single point of failure, I guess you could say. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think I think that gives us a springboard, you know, to, to move on. But generally speaking, I mean, I don't know about the audience, but when's the last time you spoke to your congressman or congresswoman? When's the last time you reached out to them with something and, and what was their response if there was one, you know? And, and mm-hmm. I think this new class of, of representatives, especially the freshmen that you see, um, yep. that I've become friends with quite a few of them. They're very, very active, especially the ones that ran on similar platforms as I did. I mean, they're out, they're engaged. They've been home this week and, and, you know, their Twitter feed is full of, of active engagement with, you know, the average American in their, in their district. And that, that's what Congress needs to be. And that, that's how Congress needs to behave. I know. I, I absolutely agree. Uh, just Revere says if it's dark money, they could just be putting fake entries into the ledgers to make the books match. I mean, uh, how, how I, I think that it's more I think it's more likely that they're going to take the names of likely donors and just donate in their names. And this is not, right. you know, just this is not all donors. You know, they seem to be choosing elderly people who are most likely not overly computer literate. Uh, who have donated on multiple occasions, and when their names pop up with these small donations over and over again, it doesn't raise any red flags until you go in and you actually look at it and go to speak with them. You know, because again, it, it, there is that threshold of reporting for the FEC. You've got to 
tell who is donating to you. And if you were putting in fake names, then that would very quickly raise some red flags, I think. Yeah. And I also I also know that, you know, the the FEC, there's a lot of, I would say, trust that goes into, you know, your uh, your finances. Right. So the FEC is not just going to investigate just because. Right. I'm sure there's no you know, there's there's they're not auditing every account. Put it that way. There has to be something that would, you know, draw them, um, give them alert so that they would actually do the audit. And that's where I that's where they would find these things. But, you know, if there's no reason to audit your account, then, you know, you would you would essentially skate by. Sure, sure. And uh, of course, you know, we talked uh, earlier about uh, the the bloated bureaucracy that is the the federal government. Uh, the FEC is one of those agencies that uh, surprisingly has a uh, a rather slim profile when it comes to the number of employees they have. Certainly, they don't have the uh, same staffing levels as the IRS or anything like that. You know, because I mean, why would they need to be looking into the finances of politicians, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I do want to talk a little bit about um, the uh, uh, your upcoming race for 2024. Um, I think you're right about this uh, uh, freshman class of uh, legislators that have come into Washington, D.C. this year. Um, And uh, I was pleasantly surprised by uh, the behavior of Kevin McCarthy. Uh, and uh, I am I'm lifted my spirits uh, by the committee assignments that we have right now and the committees <clears throat> weaponization of government committee, you know, very, very interesting. And that's something that's been needed for a long time. Um, but I'm still not happy with Kevin McCarthy uh, regarding the way that they treated you and your campaign uh, last time. Have you spoken with any of these uh, uh, Washington, D.C. types that had previously been helping out with the campaign. And uh, do they recognize that they screwed you over and that that wasn't good? Yeah, I think the general consensus amongst the Republicans, you know, um, that I've that I've maintained friendships with is that, you know, had I not lost that funding from the of the NRCC, my campaign results would have been a lot different. Would I have right. won? I think, you know, polling showed that we probably would have won by one point. Um, maybe a little bit closer, but I think we were on, I'm, I'm confident we were on path to win. Um, you know, the, the, in, in talking with Kevin McCarthy and Tom Emmer and a few other people, you know, they, they, they swear up and down that, you know, the funding was, wasn't pulled because of that, you know, military hit piece. They, they, they said that it was sent to, you know, it was redistributed by, um, the, the, the NRC super PAC based on the needs of other campaigns. And that, you know, because of my polling results, they didn't feel as if I needed it at that point. So, you know, I guess the, you know, one thing I've learned in politics is that you can't stay mad forever. Right. And at the end of the day, you know, you're on, you're, you're, you're on the same team. And I've had conversations with both uh, Tom Emmer and Kevin McCarthy. I'm, I'm impressed with what, what leader McCarthy's done since he's been in office. Um, You know, I think he's, he's doing a pretty good job. I think there's some things that he could do better, but at the end of the day, uh, I think he's a better, I I think, I think he's a better person because of some of the concessions that he made, you know, during, during the speakership race. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I've, um, developed a budding friendship with a couple members of, of, of Congress that, you know, I think is going to last a pretty long time. I mean, I just rolled out a, uh, endorsement from Byron Donalds last week or this past week. And yeah, so, 
you know, there's other there's other members of Congress that, you know, will have their endorsement soon. Um, some of them uh, have already said they would endorse me, but they haven't released it yet because there's races in their state or in their district mm-hmm. and they don't want to endorse there. And if they endorse me and the candidates locally see that, you know, it could it could cause some friction and they don't want to seem Conflict. like the bad guy. So, yeah. it, you know, there's a lot that goes in with it. But I can tell you that, you know, Tom Massey has been Thomas Massey. Um, has been has been a really good good guy. Um, Matt Gates has has you know stood up strongly for me. Um, if you've seen the congressional investigations regarding the military members whose social security numbers were stolen, and I was I was amongst that group, um, you, you mm-hmm. would have seen that Matt Gates and Anna Paulina Luna as well. Um, you know they they I communicate with them very frequently, and um, you know they're they're stellar stellar representatives and. You know, they're doing exactly what they said they were going to do when they got into Congress. And, um, you know, the, the, I wasn't, you know, they could have they could have not fought for me. They could have not fought for the other veterans, but they did. And, you know, to me, I mean, I'll never forget that. You know, that that that's something that I've learned. Loyalty in politics seems to be, uh, you know, something that you never see. And, you know, loyalty to me is, is extremely important. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I consider that I owe them a debt re- you know, whether or not I make it to Washington, D.C. or not. So I just want to say that um, I really appreciate the attitude that you've taken because it's uh, it's it's easy to just remain jaded, to remain angry uh, and to hold a grudge. And I see it in our movement all the time. There is a, uh, uh, a lack of seeing the forest for the trees. You know, people will latch on to a single action or a single decision or something that's reported publicly, and then they will allow that to define their opinion of whoever it might be. Um, you know, and I, I'm I'm I just hope that uh, in the upcoming race that uh, that Kevin McCarthy, Tom Massey, anybody else who has the ability to support you that they will do it and they will do it in the proper way. Because as far as I'm concerned, you should be in Washington, D.C. right now. For whatever reason, God said it wasn't time. Uh, And the the leadership in D.C., now that they hold the power that maybe they didn't hold before, um, they have an opportunity to do it the right way this next time. And, uh, you know, I, I can only imagine what's going to happen to Ohio in the meantime, I, I mean, since uh, uh, this uh, this most recent Congress has uh, taken their oath and headed to work in Washington, D.C., how are things going for Ohio, Jr.? How are they for Ohio's ninth? Well, you know, we have the same same old, uh, you know, representative with Captor. Um, there were a lot of people, a lot of Republicans uh, jumped into the race. They they, um, you know, they, they they didn't think I was going to run. And, you know, they they wanted to get out there as fast as they can. Um, I, w- I would say that uh, the ones that have gotten into the race so far are are those that could have helped me last cycle but chose not to, um, mainly because I beat the hell out of them during the primary. And they were, you know, they were running for the wrong reasons. They're still running for the wrong reasons. You know, these, these are folks that have been in politics for their entire, almost their entire adult lives, and they want to be important. They want to be famous. This is what this is about for them. This is not about fighting this is not about standing up for what we believe in. They're using the same recycled Republican talking points. And, you know, it, it's just not going to work. I'm going to walk through this primary and I'm, I'm going to beat them again. Um, they're out there, you know, they're throwing dirt on me already. You know, they're, they're saying 
they're, they're following through with the Democratic hit piece, like, JR can't win, he's a proven loser, so on and so forth. And it's like, you know, well, you lost to me. in the, You lost to me yes. in the primary by 6%. So, you know, if, yes. I, if I'm a loser, what does that make you, right? And, and how I'm many not- how many other how many other candidates like have run and lost and then run and and lost and then finally won? You know, I mean, it's happened. It happens all the time. I mean, just because somebody doesn't win their very first election, the first time they dip their toe into the political water, it does not define them as a loser like that is such a ridiculous yeah. argument to make. And I was you know, I was actually talking with um, Team Trump this past week. And, um, you know, I explained to them that because I was all over the news when I decided to, that I was going to run again. And they know I'm running oh, because I've, I've got a lot of encouragement from them to run. And so, you know, they asked me what I what I was thinking. And, and, and I told them, I said, I'm getting I get I am actually getting treated all, a lot like President Trump is. Right. What what people in the district, the, the, the establishment elites are saying is, you know, Jr. can win the primary, but he can't win the general. Well, you can't win the general when half of your party decides that, you know, they're too highfalutin for you and you mm-hmm. don't belong because you don't have a, a membership to the golf club. And, you know, you're not doing all the, you know, the, the country club things that they're doing. You know, you're not good enough as just a guy that that wants to live his life and wants the government the hell out of it. You, you can't win when you have Republicans that want to take their ball and go home. What Republicans mm-hmm. don't realize, the establishment of Republicans they wouldn't have a, a Republican Party if it wasn't for the America First group of, of Republicans that have joined this party in the past six years. We are what yes. are keeping them afloat. They would have died if it wasn't for us. And mm-hmm. you know, there, 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 there's the same sentiment. Which to me, I just think of it like this: you know, Donald Trump's going to win the primary. He's going to be our. He's going to be our nominee. And mm-hmm. instead of screaming and shouting and saying that you know Ron DeSantis is the guy that can win. What we need to do is we need to say, you know, Ron DeSantis can win because all Republicans will vote for him because we know that Trump Trump supporters will vote down ballot. Right. Mm -hmm, It's the mm -hmm. establishment elites that take their ball and go home. So instead of going after the most loyal faction of the Republican Party, which is us, why not go after the Bushes and the others and, and say, hey, you know, why don't you take part in in this party? Why don't you, you know, get out of the cheap seats and actually do something about it? You know, they're not knocking doors. They're not giving, you know, they're not helping candidates. They make a donation and they, 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 they scream and, and holler and, and, and walk away. And this party is being, is being torn by the root because of that, that behavior. But, you know, I, I think that um, President Trump is going to lead the, the tickets, you know, in all 50 states. And I think candidates like myself that are, are you know, staying loyal are, are you know, are going to benefit from that. And, you know, my other opponents are already, you know, they've already broken the ranks. You know, they, Ron DeSantis, I love, I love Ron DeSantis. All right. I met him. The guy was awesome to me. He, he supported me. He, he, he wrote me a, a $5,000 check. Great guy. Right. I love the guy. I don't think a lot of the things that are coming out about him are entirely true, but mm-hmm. my opinion's my own. Right. Um, but that's warfare. That's political warfare. That's, that's the, that's what we love about President Trump. What I will say is that I am I am loyal, one hundred percent loyal, and mm-hmm. so long as Trump is the nominee, he's the nominee, and he's the Amen. nominee until he's not. And I can tell you that I've been asked to paint DeSantis twenty twenty four on my grass, and that's not going to happen, right? And uh, you know, I, I just I, I just. 
I just don't buy the uh, the idea that Ron DeSantis is willing to go against Donald Trump as long as he is the presumptive nominee, because, first of all, he would have to step down from his governorship. OK, we just elected him. The people of Florida want him to remain governor. The people who want Ron DeSantis to run for president are the same people who would do anything to stop Donald Trump from running for president. These are not. America firsters. These are not patriots. These are not people who care about the country. This is why George Soros uh, endorsed Ron DeSantis to run for president. He's not talking to people that are likely Trump voters. You know, he's talking to his Democrat colleagues and his donor colleagues, the people who would hear him say that and say, oh, okay, so Ron DeSantis is our guy, not because we want Ron DeSantis to be president, but because they're so desperate to do anything they can to stop another Donald Trump presidency, because that would mean certain destruction, because once he comes into office for a second term, There's nowhere to go after that. I mean, this is like the dream, Jr. that President Trump comes back and he uses the nuclear option. Okay, not using nukes. All right. But he does what he needs to do to clean up the country, that he goes after these people who are running illegal operations that are are twisting and perverting our system. Uh, You know, and I'm not asking that uh, Donald Trump use the DOJ as a personal attack dog. I'm just asking that Donald Trump make the decisions that need to be made so that we can have a country that survives after a four year Trump term for the second time. Yeah, and I, I agree with you 100 percent. And, mm-hmm. you know, there there's there is the. I will say this, there is the talk amongst certain people that you know are in the right positions that this could be all a ruse. I mean, it could be a fundraising thing for DeSantis. I think to get- so. Yeah. To to yeah. get donations from, you know, people that probably would never donate to him if he was just a nominee. Um, the, the, you know, there's that faction of argument there. There's you know, there there's many different things. I personally think that um, Ron DeSantis is a pretty damn smart guy. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, when you look at how he's ran the state of Florida, when you look at how he's run his campaigns and when you you know consider how he runs his office, you know, he's he's pretty flawless. Um, the one thing that I would say about DeSantis is, is he's more conservative than Donald Trump and he's farther yeah. right. And so being a farther right, more conservative guy would make it, in my opinion, harder for him to win the general election. But that yeah. being said, you know, I, I, I think that common sense will prevail. I just hate to see these guys, you know, I hate to see the back and forth. I hate to see the tear down. Um, I hate to see the influencers fighting. Um, and because it, it just, to me, you know, we already have to worry about the Democratic Party, you know, yeah. putting us in jail. We have to worry about being censored. We have to worry about all these other things. And, you know, if uh, if we have to go to battle with that, you know, against them with half of our, our you know, our, our party, uh, it's just going to be worse, worse for us than, than it is now. And I don't think we're we're seriously considering the long game. I think they're and I and look, I, I, I don't want to criticize the influencers too much because. But I've always been critical of influencers. You know, I'd like to see the influencers of 2016 that, you know, showed up and wanted to support Donald Trump and and said, this is why I'm voting for this man. This is what made this 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 is what this is how this man brought me to the table. This is how you know this man made me politically motivated. You know, when they were driving a a Volkswagen Jetta, I I don't Mm want to see the the same person now, you know, taking selfies for, you know, in front of their Porsche 911 in their million dollar condo in Tampa, 
telling me that you know this is you see you see what I'm saying like they've oh they've I know what you mean yeah they piggyback they've benefited right and and to me they don't resonate with the common voter the way they used to and so they have no. to understand that and the other part of it is is that you know some of these influencers are out there and they're they're emulating President Trump right and mm-hmm. that to me is a that 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 that's a critical critical mistake because we want to see Donald Trump rip apart his opponents. We do. We mm-hmm. don't want to see his representatives do that because his representatives yeah, yeah, haven't been yeah. attacked for, for five years. His representatives haven't had their, you know, their, their families assaulted their, their, they haven't been in, you know, frivolous lawsuits for five years. Right. We, mm-hmm. we, we want to see Donald Trump do that. But I think what we've seen over the past few weeks is he's kind of shifting towards more of a policy argument where he's yes, yes. been extremely, extremely on point. So I have high hopes. I think, uh, you know, I think, I think Trump's gonna gonna win the nomination. I'm fairly, I'm very confident, and I just hope that uh, you know, whatever happens with uh, DeSantis and Trump between the two of them, I hope it's I hope it's positive. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I I think it's a ruse as well, and I've always thought that it was a ruse. You know, how many times have we seen Donald Trump get into public spats with people, uh, and? Uh, Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com.
A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. And it gives the mainstream media fodder to discuss. I'll I'll tell you, it doesn't matter to Donald Trump if he's getting bad press. He's getting press. I mean, he's always looked at the media as a tool to get himself in front of the camera or to have his name in print or to have his name in the headlines. You know, all that they're talking about when they're not so much anymore. But while that main event was taking place, Trump and DeSantis, Trump and DeSantis, 2024. 2028. What Republican candidates outside of those guys were they talking about? No one. Uh, What Democrats were they talking about? No one. There is no presumptive challenger to Donald Trump for 2024. You know, Joe Biden is a joke. Uh, If anybody, I think maybe Gavin Newsom, they're going to they're going to try to run Gavin Newsom. But I think they're going to try to run Michelle Obama. Well, you know, we've speculated on that for years, and uh, I just haven't seen her out there. But Gavin Newsom just announced this, like, whistle-stop tour that he's going to be taking around the United States in support of democracy, you know, in support of uh, killing babies and uh, and doing drugs and stuff. Um, And uh, and, and I just – I haven't seen Michelle Obama doing that. She's been totally uh, MIA. But uh, it it, it would not surprise me, and, you know, I I think – a Newsom Obama ticket would probably go pretty far as well. But, you know, I think you're right that that if people think that Ron DeSantis is going to challenge Donald Trump, they are going to put money into his coffers. And he doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter who he's getting money from. You know, politicians, uh, they get donations. And uh, those donations are not necessarily tied to favors. You know, people like, you know, when he was meeting with Jeb Bush, supposedly, or all of these, uh, you know, these Warhawk conservative Inc. people, uh, you know, those people don't want Donald Trump to win. But those people are not the America first patriots that we are a part of, that we know and love. Those are the people who are going to decide who wins the, the presidential race in 2024. Um, <clears throat> I think that Ron DeSantis in 2028 you know, he, what, Ron's younger than me, J.R. I, I mean, I, he might be your age. And uh, and by the time that 2028 rolls around and he's had two successful terms as governor, he's had two years off so that he can hang out with his family and get ready for the race. Uh, you know, then he'll be able to hit the ground running. And I think that he'll be the strongest candidate that's out there. Um, yeah. You know, I just I, I don't believe that there is true bad blood between Trump and DeSantis. And as long as they're at each other's throats, uh, as it appears, you know, the media is focused upon them and nobody else. Yeah, I mean, I would just say this. I mean, I know a lot more than I can say, um, but I know some, you know, my I have good friends in in, in office right now that, mm-hmm. you know, are, are supportive of both Trump and DeSantis, then they're confused on where they go. And then I have I have some friends that have already come out and endorsed on, on either side. And they both have the same sentiment, right? It's like, you know, the pri- this is this battle is what this is why we have a Republican primary, right? Because you have the opportunity for, you know, good Republicans to go against each other. Uh, unfortunately, we just have an embattled, you know, Donald Trump that we all love that we don't want to see, you know, go through another battle within his own party because we believe he deserves the nomination. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, just because we believe that doesn't mean it has to be true. That's the unfortunate side of, of our political process. But at the end of the day, I think Trump has an unmovable base and the unmovable base is going to be what is needed by either, you know, any Republican nominate nominee for, for president, you know, it, it, without the base, you don't win. And so I hope we have our come to Jesus meeting, you know, before it gets too late, because, you know, the, I, I'd say the, the, the left wing media is, you know, ready to put on the full court press and attack whoever the nominee is, and they're going to attack them hard. So to your point earlier about, uh, you know, people at each other's throats and and getting tribal, you know, that troubles me as well. I've seen a lot of that. It's gotten worse uh, in the last couple of years. Part of that is because people are tired. uh, People are just kind of at their wits end. Uh, There's a lot of people who only just recently woke up, too. You know, I feel like this is a, a, a war that I have been actively engaged in for decades at this point. You know, the the fact that the government's corrupt. I'm not surprised. I already knew that, you know. I mean, the fact that uh, politicians are taking bribes, you know, not a surprise uh, was already there. Uh, You know, trafficking of children. Yeah. Awful. But I knew it. Um, You know, so it's nothing for me. You know, I mean, it's like I just continue to trudge forward because I know what the mission is and I know that we have work to do directly in front of us. Um, But people get tribal. And they they want to hitch their wagons to like this guy or that guy. There's only one guy as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, uh, to to quote Sun Tzu, never interfere with an enemy when it's in the midst of destroying itself. I mean, that's what the Democrats are hoping to do to us. They want us to be so focused on fighting each other that we can never get our shit together long enough to get power here in America. You know, and I think that we've kind of turned that around. But the base needs to come together in a manner of speaking. You don't have to agree with every single person 100%. But, you know, very soon we're going to have to decide if as a a movement we are all going to support Donald Trump in the way that I believe we should. Uh, I think that it's inevitable now, JR. I'm not going to lie. You know, since his uh, indictment and arraignment, uh, you know, I, I think that it's it's quite clear his popularity is through the roof. Uh, people support him in ways that they didn't before. People like us, we were already endeared to Donald Trump. But there is a whole new sector of the American voting electorate that are now actively supporting Donald Trump because they can see that everything he's been saying, everything we've been saying that this is a failed and corrupt political establishment that will stop at nothing, destroy one man who wants to save this nation, they see that it's true. And so, and, and, and if that's true, then all of those other things that I mentioned, those may be true too. I mean, we know they are, but people are starting to wake up to it. Yeah, I agree. And anyone that's affiliated with Donald Trump is is getting, you know, I mean, you can just look at my election in 2022, right? When you When you look at how the media treated me, um, they totally went after me just because I was affiliated with Donald Trump. And you know, they, they, they controlled the narrative with their money. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they certainly put many of things out of context. They went as far as to lie about my military record. I mean, you know, they, they, they use one podcast as a, as an example, they, they, they launched a, in my opinion, an illegal, uh, media attack and it, it all had to do with the fact that you know I was endorsed by Trump and mm-hmm. you know it, it's a shame because it's 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 not fair but neither is politics right and so no 
It's dirty. I, think, I mean, what that, that was yeah. a wrap up smear. They 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 organized a wrap up smear against you. They created these fake uh, uh, insinuations. Uh, right. You know, you never misrepresented your your military service. It's 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 this straw man argument. You know, oh, we've got these classified records that don't tell us anything, and they don't say what Jr. Uh, hinted at uh, was actually in his service. So, because it, this classified information isn't included in there, we can say that Jr. lied to us or something like that. Right. You know, I mean, well, they, like they want me to, you know, they they put the burden of proof on me as if I can demand that the Air Force gives me. Records right. that are 20 years old on whether or not I flew into Afghanistan. I mean, when you go, when you're in the infancy of Operation Enduring Freedom and you're there in 2002, right? Right after 9-11, I mean, what else are you there for, right? We were there to mm-hmm. to, to put the forward operating bases together. And, you know, they, they, they really, really, I mean, they put together an October surprise that I wasn't prepared for. And... Sure. You know, I take the blame. I take the blame for that. I mean, I sat on these records for 20 years and I could have gotten them updated. You know, I could have done that. I just never thought that, you know, my military service would come into question. And the the sad part about it is, is that there's a faction of Republicans out there that believe mm-hmm. it. And yep. they actually believe what the Democrats say because they got inundated, you know, with, with the media. And there are some, I would say, influencers out there on the Republican side that that are, you know, veterans as well. And they can't see past, you know, they can't consider the source. Right. They're just looking at it as an opportunity to, you know, dunk on me. Right. Because they're they're combat veterans and, you know, they 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 want to use it as a as an opportunity to, you know, further their, you know, their own uh, popularity by, you know, calling me a guy that stole valor. I mean, you know, I look at the people that steal valor as, you know, pe- guys or gals or whatever you want to call them as people that have some type of um, void that they're trying to fill, right? They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to be someone they're not. I mean, I'm not some little guy that has to say that, you know, I was running around shooting people in the, in the, in the military to, to, to feel, you know, comfortable with myself. I, I, I don't need that to feel tough. And my campaign, mm-hmm. my campaign was totally about, my nuclear power experience, my campaign was mm-hmm. totally about, you know, being someone that grew up in a terrible neighborhood in this district that Marcy Captor created and, you know, went on to, 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 you know, finish a master's degree and, and become quite successful. And that's what I was running on. And they used millions of dollars to make me look like a buffoon who is not very intelligent, who, you know, just uh, runs around and lies about everything. I mean, they, I'll give you an example. They contacted the Project Management Institute, who gives me my Project Management Professional Certification, and had them write me a letter because I used the Project Management Institute's emblem on my website. They contacted the Air Force and told the Air Force that I had the Air Force's emblem on my website. I mean, they just nitpicked every little thing that I did because they had all this money, you know, to do so, and they could, you know, call up the Associated Press, spend a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know, in, in, in media buys, and there we go. They got an article that's, mm-hmm. you know, written and printed exactly the way that they want it. Well, and, and they're they are they're still perpetuating that lie, JR, in in that, coverage about you announcing this twenty twenty four run. I was shocked in the hill. 
It said, uh, you know, J- that, that J.R. Majewski misrepresented his military record. And I was like, son of a bitch, I, I can't believe that they are still saying this. Can you talk at all about um, how this information would have gotten out? Have you learned anything or are, are is anything happening to hold people accountable? Yeah, so so there were there were 13 members of there were 13 candidates. Some of them were already sitting members of Congress, but 13 of us had our um, military records illegally obtained by way of our social security numbers being stolen. And so all Republicans, all Republicans, all Republicans, there's a congressional investigation going on right now. And um, they're, you know, they, they, they have identified the organization that had our social security numbers, how they had them. We, I don't know personally yet, um, but you know, we're, we're, we're definitely looking at our, our legal opportunities, you know, to, 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 you know, go after this group, but they were commissioned by the Democratic Congressional Committee, um, the DCCC as they're known, and my military records, for example, were sent directly to the Associated Press, and in order to make it look legit, the Associated Press did a FOIA request on my records, and Mm -hmm. if you look at the exchange between the, the Associated Press and the Air Force, the Air Force said, JR went to Qatar, his military records don't say it. It's possible they're outdated, but he went to Qatar. That was Central Command. Where he went from there, we have no visibility on. And they said, you have to remember, this is the Air Force. People fly in and out locations like that all the time. Mm-hmm. They took that and said, Air Force said he wasn't in Afghanistan. That's not what the Air Force said. That is not yeah. what they said. They said there is no way to confirm or deny. And so it became a contest of who had the louder voice. And obviously when the AP puts something out on the wire, all of these other organizations pick it up and they just print it. And Mm -hmm. if you don't have the money to fight back and then, you know, Republican media wasn't really, you know, I wasn't the talk of the town at that point. There were other big stories that were going on, you know, um, on both sides of the aisle that, that, you know, were occupying space. And, I think one of them was like Mike Lindell's cell phone being, you know, taken and subpoenaed or something like that. I mean, there are a lot of things. Whatever the bright, shiny object is at the moment. All right. Um, you guys, uh, we're going to be opening up the phones here in just a moment. Uh, I've got a couple of thank yous. I need to read some questions. Uh, looks like uh, we've got three donations coming in on Rumble and some comments for Jr. Uh, I don't so I wanna, know if we can I address the one of the comments in here because like yeah so go ahead I was not I was not kicked out of the Air Force I served four years I have an honorable discharge um, who when said the Associated that? Press um, I don't I don't remember who but somebody asked me about a brawl so okay um, when the Associated Press called me they gave me a matter of hours to answer their their accusations and they were going to put them you know on on the print. And the Associated Press is one of the biggest news outlets in the in the country, right? So I was obligated, essentially, to, to answer them. And um, I was in the car driving back from Washington, D.C. to mm-hmm. Ohio. And I was frantically trying to get my wife to go through my military records to show, you know, substantiation. I sent them pictures of me. I sent them many documents. And they asked me, um, they asked me why 
uh, I was deducted in rank. And I told them that I got into a brawl and they, because the brawl and the DUI happened like right next to each other. Right. And Mm -hmm. they then reached back out to me and said, are you sure you didn't get a DUI? And I said, yeah, I did get a DUI. Right. I admitted to it. And Mm -hmm. the thing, the other thing to consider is, the DUI that I got, I my blood alcohol content was between 0.03 and 0.05. And it was actually like, uh, uh, it was closer to a 0. 0.5, 0.05. And the only reason why I got the DUI is because I was in Japan and the legal limit in Japan is 0. 0.03. I was driving through mm-hmm. the base into yep. the gate and the security forces member asked me what I had been doing. I said I was at the bar with my buddy, had a couple beers. They gave me a breathalyzer and I didn't, if I would have been on base and they would have stopped me on base, I wouldn't have gotten anything. It's because mm-hmm. I was coming into the base and I was outside of the base. That's why they gave me the DUI. It never came to my American records, nothing. Now, the Associated Press wouldn't have known this unless I told them that. Mm-hmm. Because my punishment is not a court-martial. And unless you're court-martialed, none of your punishment is covered under the umbrella of a FOIA request. OK, mm-hmm. so anything that they knew about my punishment came from me. I was open with them. OK, they made it sound like I was lying to them. Mm-hmm. Right. I was under immense pressure. All right. I'm driving back from D.C. I got all this crap going on. And now I got the AP saying that I lied about my military service. Imagine how you would feel if that was the oh, case. God. I, I felt okay, horrible for you. I, I couldn't believe yeah. it when I saw it. It was not not what I expected, but. You know, I mean, obviously, these people do not play fair. Uh, they have no problem. Man. They have no They're problem heartless. lying. They have. Oh, yeah. It's, no. It was disgusting. You know, I mean, they it was didn't a power just want play me to lose the race. Move. They didn't want me to just lose the race, folks. They wanted to destroy me. Yeah. That's what they yeah. Wanted they wanted to. Yeah. They wanted to cancel any ability you had to run again in the future and or I get mean, a what, job. Or work. Yeah, or get a job. You know? Yeah, I mean, what, and, and what better way than than spoiling you in the eyes of, like, veterans? I mean, veterans and, and, and American patriots, people who support our nation, you know? I mean, like, that way they can ensure that you will be unable to do anything from that point out. Right. And here the other thing is, is that, is that um, Marcy Captor had already pre-filmed a commercial with a Gold Star family saying mm-hmm. that when J.R. lies about his military service, he just, he dishonors our son. They wrote that. They they launched that video days after the story. And Marcy mm-hmm. spent hundreds of thousands of dollars promoting the story on the Internet. Okay? This was targeted. They had been communicating with the Air Force in July. They didn't launch the, the story until September. The, the, this was totally coordinated in a manner in which I couldn't respond. And the other thing is, is I filed, immediately filed to the Air Force to fix my records. I just got a letter three weeks ago saying that my request has been approved. So mm-hmm. now I'm waiting for my DD-214 to get updated. So they understand the, the, the process, right? And, you know, Marcy Captor being my congresswoman, I, I went publicly and I said, hey, Marcy, why don't you help me as my congresswoman? Mm-hmm. Why don't you help expedite my records being, being updated and fixed? Because the Air Force acknowledged that they were out, you know, they needed that. They needed to be updated. The Air Force mm-hmm. said that in their communications, and Marcy ignored me. So this was this was a hit piece, and you know anybody who says anything different, I mean, you're just off your soap, you're off your rocker. I mean, you know. No, I think anybody who would be here saying that is obviously a, a, a plant coming from the left, 
coming from the DNC, coming from from the the DCCC uh, or any of those organizations that may have had a hand in leaking your information out there. Certainly could be somebody from Marcy Kaptur's own office. Uh, JR, it just goes to show you how scary you are to them. I mean, what a threat you represent. You know, this you're just it's just like Donald Trump. You know, I mean, you are a threat to the established order. And that order is what has kept Americans held under the thumb of tyranny for decades upon decades. And this is why we fight to release the American people. This is why we fight to get true actual representation into Washington, D.C. As it stands right now, we simply do not have that. And certainly Ohio's 9th District doesn't have that either. Uh, you guys, uh, I saw somebody asking if JR's uh, campaign donations are open. You can go to JR, the number four, Ohio.com. Nope, F-O-R. Oh, F-O-R. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. J-R-F-O-R-Ohio.com. Well, because I typed in the number four earlier and it went. So they may still have ah. the um, they may still have the forwarding on. But anyways, actually, it would be smart if they did it for both of them. But J-R-F. Yeah. J-R-4-Ohio.com. Uh, J.R. Majewski fighting for you. Uh, heading over to Rumble. Uh, we've got two people on the line. Feel free to jump on here if you want to uh, ask any questions or you have a comment that you want to make to Jr. And Jr., I want to get your thoughts also on uh, the uh, the top secret information that's been released regarding the uh, war in Ukraine. That's not really a war, but definitely is World War Three. Uh, T.Z. Burton says, Jr. I just want to say I grew up in Toledo. Uh, now on the left coast, my brother is still there and he voted for you. I remember when Marcy won her first election. It's time for her to retire. Uh, yes, uh, Esther, I did tell Jr. how feared he is. Yes, he definitely. Uh, I, I think that the efforts that they went to to smear Jr.'s name and, and to deep six his campaign uh, in the 11th hour, I think that that's a testament to how afraid they are. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn says, please share JR's new link and donate if you can. JR4Ohio.com. Thank you so much, Brooklyn. Appreciate that. And then my mom, uh, Real Red Pill 78 mom, says, JR, I'm so proud of your conviction. Have you gotten acquainted with John James? Um, I've met John, yes. He's up in Michigan. Um, he's a, yes, he's a he super is. nice guy. Yeah, uh, John uh, is somebody who ran a number of times before he finally won an election. And um, yes, uh, and so there it is. Uh, that's a testament to the fact that uh, not everybody wins the very first time they run. <clears throat> uh, Emerson Biggums says, was JR's district affected by the train derailment? No, that would have been in like South eastern ohio near the pennsylvania border but jr have you had the opportunity to, to come across anyone who has been affected by the uh, east palestine train derailment i know that there's a, a a lot of issues still happening the uh, i think it was the uh, uh the epa the epa's yeah. own uh quality testers got sick when they went to east palestine actually um i spent a couple days down there about two weeks ago with steve bannon and um he did. He did uh, a couple episodes of a show from down there, and um, mm-hmm. got to meet a lot of people. And uh, they were <laughs> they were they were actually asking me to run for run against the Republican that's in their district uh, over there. It was kind of neat because um, everybody knew me, and it's you know it's two two and a half hours away. But yeah, you know there it's a bunch of great people down in East Palestine, and and uh, you know they're. they're they're definitely being affected and impacted every day. Uh, I feel terrible for them. 
They're worried about not only their health, but, you know, their property values, you name it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, the right, the right people now are, are putting, uh, putting focus on it. I mean, my friend, uh, my good buddy, J.D. Vance has been, you know, he's been yes. advocating for them. I don't think he's going to let it, let it fall. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what they do. I mean, I know the EPA has been, I would say making a better effort in talking to some of the constituents. And, and we, we found that out by witness. Um, you know, a couple of the people that were there said that there were some EPA field agents that were, you know, going the extra mile that they felt. So, yeah, I, I think it's a process. I think they made some mistakes and uh, you know, I just hope for the best for them. I, re- I really do. All right. Um, I need to say thank you to uh, someone who donated on Buy Me a Coffee and just said, uh, wonderful dialogue. I think that was from yesterday. And then DJ Vector also said, thanks, brother. Uh, Tracy, Arizona, I don't know when you dropped this, Tracy, or if I've said this already, but she said, F these people. And uh, that could have been any number of stories that we've been discussing. And I wanted to give a special shout out to Mad Vapes Vape Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. I'm going to give you guys their phone number. If you live in New Hampshire and you want to get some vape stuff, you go see them. Uh, 603-402-2115. Mad Vapes Vape Shop. Uh, the uh, owner of the vape shop is a viewer of the program, and he sent me a care package with a whole bunch of uh, pod vapes that I've never tried before, and this is, quite honestly, my favorite now. I think it's a great flavor. All right. So let's go ahead and bring in and Esther. Yes, I I I, uh, I understand. Oh, actually, before we bring in the first caller, uh, D Patriot seventeen seventy six, uh, looking at planning a Jacksonville area meetup in the fall. Stay tuned. Let me know. I will come. Uh, we were just in Jacksonville over the over the well, I guess two days ago. Yesterday, where where uh, I was getting tile. Uh, Rook Castle says the stupid runs deep. Uh, D Patriot also says, we are so proud of you, JR. Keep pushing forward. Much love, America. Liberty Bells says, good men. Thank you, Zach. Much love to you all, and God bless you. Uh, Just Duckies says, you aren't in my county, but I told my friends who are to vote for you, JR. Uh, and then he also says, JR, what is the main force driving you to want to continue down the path you've chosen to walk? Excellent question. Well, I really think it boils down to the fact that, you know, I ran a, I ran a very honest campaign and I, I ran for the right reasons. And, you know, when they, when they go after you and they try to destroy you, um, you know, I'd been okay if I would have lost fair and square, I would have been totally mm-hmm. fine. I probably wouldn't have run again because I told myself I was going to do it once and see where, you know, the chips fell. But the fact mm-hmm. that they went to the lengths that they went to, to, uh, to defeat me. And, you know, the fact that they, um, you know, Marcy Capper has done that. I mean, if you look at every election cycle that she's been involved in, she's not debated. She's character assassinated. And she's essentially driven every her, one of her opponents outside of public life. I mean, mm-hmm. I know the past four people she faced. One of yeah. them she called a Nazi. He was a, a, a grocery chain store owner. And he's out of public life. The other was Joe the Plumber, right? See how she attacked him? He's got him? cancer. He's yeah, got he's, cancer now. He's he's a good friend of mine. Joe Joe goes to my church. Um, you know she she attacked Joe very very uh, harshly. Um, a guy named Steve Krause, who was a military veteran. Um, they she worked with the local um, say Democratic law enforcement body to accuse him and charge him of a felony, of which has been just recently removed from his record. 
and then you know the the gentleman before she rob weber she failed to debate him but the republican party essentially they failed him too because the demographics were too too far favorable for a democrat but regardless they've all been you know driven out of public life because of the campaign she's ran against them and Folks, I'm not just gonna let. That, I'm just not gonna let that shit happen to me. I'm just, I'm just too, too tough of a guy. If I, if I would have wallowed in my sadness because you know, losing was tough, uh, I'll admit yeah. that. If I would have wallowed in my sadness and and you know just stopped life because I got defeated, um, I would have been lying about my entire campaign. I, you know, in in my opinion, I, I'm running because I'm a brave guy and I want to stand up for the people that live here. Uh, you know, people of all walks of life, not just, you know, Republicans. I really, really, truly believe that we need to reinvent how we're represented in, in, in this, this country. And if, you know, nobody stands up and, and takes it by the horns and, and leads by example, then what are we going to, what are we going to do? We're going to keep getting the same old results. And absolutely, I might be a drop in the bucket, but you know, if you if you start the, trickle the faucet, you know, eventually I think you'll get, you know, you'll get a flow. I agree. Uh, oh, and also uh, my friends at Mad Vapes, they also have uh, a website, madvapes.com. It looks like you don't even have to live in Nashua, New Hampshire to go ahead and check them out. So good people. Thanks again, guys. Uh, let's see. Sean Joe, thank you for that cookie. Duda Man says, JR got effed by the rhinos. Uh, Carenza says, you will be a breath of fresh air when you get there, JR. Keep fighting the good fight. Love you both. Love you too, Carenza. Uh, Gambera, thank you for the phone. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Puddin' Hollow, thanks for the cookie. And another cookie. Carenza with another cookie. Just Duckies says, it's a big club and we're not in it. Thankfully, it's shrinking. Yeah, I, I think absolutely. We're, we're taking over. Uh, Puddin' Hollow, thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe and Doug Simey. Also, Filter Dog one says, the master. Matt1776, one of the creators of the Foxhole, says, JR in here tonight. Love it. Ventmore said, JR. And then Matt said, that's disgusting, JR, to question a man who served his his country. Sickening. And, you know, it's even more sickening about it is that it was a total character assassination. It wasn't just questioning you. They made up lies about you. They created falsehoods from whole cloth, and they allowed that narrative to spread out. But again, this is Washington, D.C. This is business as usual for these people. Uh, and then Matt also dropped a uh, another cookie. Uh, H.L. Juliet says, uh, Zach, thanks for this interview. Thank you very much. And let's bring in our first caller. Looks to be a caller from Michigan. Caller, can you make sure you mute that stream? And then can we get your name? This is KC. How you doing, Zach? Hey, KC, I was from wondering Detroit. if that was you, buddy. Good to, good to hear from you. Yeah, but I got to give some props to... JR, even though he's from Ohio, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't have given it to him if Michigan had lost a couple of years in a row. But that border, that border between Ohio and Michigan, that was in flux for a couple of years, Casey. So, you know, I mean, it, I, I always saw Ohio as an as a logical extension of Michigan. I, I like seeing well, point too, so. Michigan. We gave up the Upper yeah. Peninsula. We got the Upper Peninsula yeah. and uh, yep. Toledo was succeeded to, uh, Ohio. So, uh, and I, I do love Toledo. They actually have the best 4th of July fireworks in the Midwest. All right. Detroit runs theirs with Canada, like in June, but, uh, you know, the, the 4th of July fireworks are definitely worth the drive from Detroit to Toledo. 
So I, uh, I got to give him props on that. But, uh, you know, JR, you know, I, I wish you would have won. But, you know, the, the big thing, and I've told Zach this before, it's the lawfare. All right. The mm-hmm. Republicans just don't know how to execute lawfare. And yeah. when you're talking with the big wigs, Trump or whatever, think of this two words political tort reforms, three words actually, but political tort reform in the sense of the RNC should be stockpiling cash to help any of these political persecutions going back to George Papadopoulos, General Flynn, uh, Roger Stone, and now the January 6th. There should be a fund where nobody has to sell their house because you don't see any Democrats selling their house to go up against all these lawsuits. So a tort reform where the losing party has to pay maybe 10 times as much, you know, will stop all the needless tort, uh, the lawsuits. But also, you were talking about your smear campaign. One of the good sides of the Douglas Mackey uh, uh, decision that the meme maker uh, with Hillary Clinton and interference, uh, election interference, that mm-hmm. will be a stepping stone for you because that was 2016. So if there's no statute of limitations on that, you can go back now because there's precedent set, you know. But then again, you've got to have the lawyers that are willing to do that. I mean, I look at uh, Tulsi Gabbard tried to sue Hillary Clinton, but she couldn't get past the uh, Secret Service to have a process server give her the papers. And that's what I thought. That's what I was worried most about Trump going to New York. Because you know how many process servers would line up to serve him just to keep him embattled with lawsuits. But in uh, my point on the, the RNC is if you don't chop off the head and start rebuilding it, Ronna McDaniel is, is not the person to do it. She's emboldened, you know, the rhinos. She's, she knows the secrets, I'm guessing, that the Mitch McConnells could run again if they wanted to. And they'll bankroll them, but they won't bankroll you being from Toledo. Okay. You're not a senator. And John James really should have won two senatorships from Michigan. Mm -hmm. And now he's thankfully my representative. And I actually had to work the election. But that's another thing. Having more Republicans working elections in the trenches, watchers, everything. But that takes money and you can't divert it to these negative campaigns, you know, uh, you can't have the infighting. You've got to be able to say, this is an American first candidate. These are their values. Anybody else wants to come and be a George Santos and lie, you know, they're going to get exposed by our side. If anything, just do the oppo research. Just don't share it with the Democrats and have them throw it in your face, you know, as an October surprise. But just in the sense of, the Republican machine, if you could get a tort reform, you know, for political persecutions out there, that would, this Dominion bill, uh, Dominion lawsuit, that's going to be a quick reversal. And now the news is not going to be afraid to tell the truth and, you know, oppose all these allegations and or quote conspiracies, but there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. So mm-hmm. I just think you've got to take the grassroots approach. I mean, look at the truck driver that won the New Jersey uh, Senate seat. 
mm-hmm. you know, just a truck driver. All right. That's grassroots. I haven't heard anything about it. he should be the poster boy, just like Joe the plumber. All right. You know, as, as opposed to saying anybody could be there. But the, the key is uh, term limits. You've got to go on the term limits. We've got to get these old people out of there in the sense of, you know, the Mitch McConnells, all these tenured people. We've got to have term limits. That's that's my mind, the key, that and tort reform. You know, Mitch might be on his way out. Uh, I mean, I just heard uh, the other day that uh, they are actively seeking a replacement for him because he's looking to retire. Well, okay. I don't think Trump or any, any anybody would back him, just in the mm-hmm. sense that we've lost so many of these judges. Um, and they really weren't the best judges. But, you know, if Trump, given four more years, just think what he could have changed in all these district courts, you know, so you wouldn't have all these battling lawsuits and everything. And like I said, it's, it's, it's coming down to, you know, you've got a, a revised and reborn Twitter. So you'll be able to be on Twitter. You know, you'll have more access and more gain. But now we have Rumble. We have the other, you know, factions of uh, media that are competing with the YouTubes, the Googles, and they're all going to get found out eventually, too. So it's just I, I, I feel really bad for the Republicans that want to go back down that same path that, you know, we, all we got to do is get the right message out there. It's like, no, you've got to be able to fight like it was your last battle. And it yep. starts with hiring good lawyers and don't let them be intimidated. You know, they, they intimidate Very the true. law firms. They, they let the woke army loose whether it's transgender, whatever, you know, they're performative. They get, you got to slap them down and make them have a deterrent for frivolous lawsuits and any type of, you know, egregious uh, slander. And once you, once you get into slander, you get into all these uh, cases of, you know, uh, uh, malfeasance that it's like, hey, now you got to prove it and you got to prove intent. So you, you, all you got is your name and your word. And if they can ruin your, 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 your name, all right, your word doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Casey, we've got to take the next caller, buddy. I really appreciate you. Appreciate the, uh, the fine comments as well. All right. And like I say, go Trump, go all you guys, you know, anybody that's out there listening, just stay informed and pass it along, get all the the likes on the good videos and pass them around because, Unless people know about it, they're not going to wake up. Right. Yep. Amen. Amen. All right, brother. All Have right, a great God night. Bless. God bless. We'll you see too. you soon. All right. And uh, Kat Randall says, I could be sitting around in a bar. Thank you for sitting down and giving We the People a stage to discuss. Thank you very much for being here with us. All right. Caller, make sure you mute that stream. And can we get your name? Loki. Loki, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Good, Zach. Very good. Are you staying warm? Are you staying warm? I said, are you staying warm? Oh, yeah. It's snowing tonight. Don't. Why'd you bring that up? I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) I want to talk about your guest, JR. Go for it. Stage is yours. JR, I'm a retired military. I never made it past sergeant, so, you know, I'm not going to judge you. 
<laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I know I, and uh, you really give me hope for the future. Stick with it. Don't worry about it. We got your back, brother. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, brother. I really do. Well, you're welcome. Uh, you're a breath of fresh air as, as far as I'm concerned. I appreciate it, man. Um, so, uh, I, I just want to say, I, I, I think Ivan is out there in the foxhole chat. Uh, Ivan, if you're in the foxhole chat, jump on the zoom call with us. Uh, it's been a minute since we spoke. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Uh, Loki, you got anything else for, for JR buddy? Yeah, I, I just want, I want, uh, JR to know, uh, I know he had a nickname when he was in the military and he should, he should exploit that. And then also, uh, I could tell he, he reflects on the resiliency training that he had. Kind of a joke. <laughs> right on. Okay, right on. I appreciate you, you being here, buddy. Yeah, I got it. Okay, and, and then, Zach, I got one more thing. I got one okay. more thing. Freya. Freya. Nancy Pelosi. Freya. Nancy Pelosi. Freya. <laughs> oh she, god she ain't gonna bark oh, oh that's okay that's okay we'll, we'll, Free him out. we'll check it Free him out. <laughs> awesome all right all right brother thank you so much have, we'll talk to you soon command, but Freya's going nuts now zach <laughs> I, I love you love you too brother we'll talk to you soon yeah right, keep peace. up the good work i will brother thank you man yep all right so uh, it looks like it's an imposter. It's not the real Ivan Raiklin. So uh, that's, uh, yeah. All right. Well, you know, change your name and let's bring in our next caller. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Aaron Moriarty at your service, buddy. Aaron, good to hear from you, buddy. How you doing? Well, if I was doing any better, I'd be J.R. Majewski. <laughs> there you go. I'll go with that one. JR, thank you for your your awesome, honorable service, and thank you for also showing other patriots how to go after the establishment. And, you know, it, it, we should be seeing you in the Congress giving, in the uh, on the floor giving your speech. And I think you should, maybe you could, like, Photoshop yourself in there and say the things you want to say if you were in there now. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I had I I was actually thinking about a few things like during the during the speaker's election, you know, I, I'm friends with probably all of the twenty, but a good I would say a good group of that twenty, you know, had, had been talking with me before the election because we thought I was going to win, and uh, of course, you know, we you did we were talking about what we were going to do. And so mm-hmm. I was glued to C-SPAN um, the entire time. And I was texting back and forth with them, you know, don't give up, do mm-hmm. this, do this, do this. And, you know, we were, we were um, going back and forth. And uh, at one, at one point they were kind of concerned with, you know, some of the people turning and they weren't sure if they were going to, you know, keep it up. And, you know, I'm just like, man, if I, you know, if I would have been there, that would have, you know, it would have been, you know, 21 people versus 20. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, just going off of what you're saying, like, you know, I was totally prepared to be there. And, you know, it, 
I just look at it like, you know, given, given everything that happened, I mean, I, I just say God had a different plan for me. And, you know, as, as faithful as I was before this election, I can tell you that coming out of the election, getting reinvested in my faith has been, you know, extremely, extremely important to my, my progress. I mean, I don't know if you yeah. guys can tell, but I'm down like 20 pounds. Um, I actually I'm, noticed you know, that in your in your announcement video. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, 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 you know, there's there's things that I was ignoring. Um, some some I was ignoring because I felt it was convenient to no, ignore it and other things that I just didn't know about. And so, you know, after losing my dad, um, I decided after you know the election that maybe I should you know, go get checked out and get, get a little bit closer with my doc and uh, talk to him. And he, he did some blood work on me and found a few things wrong with me. And, uh, you know, after some close medical attention over, you know, a couple week period of time, now I'm on this, now, now I'm on this path where I'm just dropping, I'm dropping weight like crazy. So, and it's, you know, I didn't have to change a thing essentially. So. Awesome. That's awesome. I, you know, I have a couple other suggestions for you, and that is to utilize memes. I mean, maybe you should have a whole meme department. You know, I think that that's the way <laughs> people communicate these days, and it really hits a chord. And also, I can picture you triumphantly, you know, entering our office or going up to the podium, giving a speech, wearing a cape and a like a Superman styled um jrm on your chest <laughs> that would be because you you have to be pretty superhuman to go up against the people you're going up against so thank you for your your courage to do that that's awesome you're very welcome man thank you no problem jr i, I, I want to see you in like a, a, a hugh hefner style like velvet bathrobe with gold jrm embroidered on your breast uh, and, uh, and, 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 and yes, yes. And, and have a campaign video of you like walking around Mar-a-Lago. Like it, we come in to Donald Trump's drawing room and there you are with a copy of the art of war reading in front of Donald Trump's, uh, impressive library with a beautiful fire going in the background. And, and, uh, and then you can give your <laughs> campaign's pitch. <laughs> Only if I have your tan. Right on. Well, hey, man. <laughs> the, the only oh, thing I would funny. add to that is with uh, boxing gloves on, that <laughs> robe with boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah, actually, them on. We're taking them on. For election night, I actually had, a, I had shirts for everybody made with Marcy Captor's face on the back really big, and underneath it, it said, it said expired. And, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and then a really small print, it said, I told you so. Well, I never got to give those shirts on because we didn't win. But had we won, that would have been it would have been a great post-election video. I was I was already. I, I think those would still be applicable shirts that you could put out there. I mean, yeah. why not? That That's like that would be that's like a, 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 a long lost piece of like campaign history. You know, like, I mean, can, think about it. I mean, like uh, there are, there's been like political memorabilia from campaigns that were not successful uh, in that particular race that end up being worth, you know, tens of thousands of dollars just because it's uh, it's not often seen. Somebody someday, maybe me, is going to have that in their collection. (laughs) (laughs) I would love it. I would absolutely love it. All right. Well, Aaron, uh, thank you very much for uh, for your call, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, Tell everybody where they can find you. 
on Rumble, Truth Quest with Aaron Moriarty. And you know what? Since it got kicked off of a YouTube, I'm getting mm-hmm. a lot more views on Rumble. So I'm really grateful for everyone who's uh, come on over to, to see the cruise, Truth Quest and hang out and oh. have fun. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear it, man. You deserve it. And thank, thank right. you to you because it's because of, of the deal you gave me that makes this possible. So thank you very much. Good stuff, man. Yeah, well, you're doing good things, and uh, much love to you, as always. Much love. Peace. Take care, Peace buddy. in. <laughs> Peace in. We'll That's right. Yeah. God bless. We'll see you. All right. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> looks like Lisa Rumble chatted uh, something that was supposed to be a text to her kid. That's hilarious. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, Jr. Uh, before we close out the night, well, first of all, let me just say. That, uh, you guys, uh, there are a, a number of different ways you can support the program. Obviously, at the beginning of the show, I told you about redpill78gold.com. That's through my friends at Noble Gold. Uh, we also have, uh, my friends at onenessdrops.com. Uh, that is chlorine dioxide kits, which allow you to purify water. It's great for preppers. It's great for campers. Uh, it's great if you find yourself anywhere where there's dirty water and you need to drink it. Well, you can clean it and purify it with this stuff. Uh, and of course, I've told you about all of the benefits of uh, chlorine dioxide, as noted by NASA uh, in their document, The Universal Antidote. So check out onenessdrops.com uh, and uh, you can use code RP78 for 15% off. And you can also check out shopbull.com. It's shopbull.com. Uh, they have a couple of products that you can purchase that will also support the uh, program here. Uh, Green Zone, which is a whole fruits and vegetable uh, uh, drink. It's very healthy. It gives you everything that you need in terms of fruits and vegetables in a single scoop. Tastes great. They have it in berry. And then there's also serin oils. Serin oils are an excellent source of uh, fatty acids uh, that you need to ensure that your body works in the way that it's supposed to. Uh, it's a blend of fish oil, flax oil, borage oil, and uh, conjugated linoleic acid. Uh, it promotes weight loss uh, via, via the breakdown of your fat cells. So serin oil is a fish oil that helps specifically fight uh, over o- o- obesity, and it will help you break down fat. Uh, also contains EFA, which helps uh, promote brain health, proper inflammation response in your skin, eye, and joint health, and then also high-quality encapsulation uh, prevents you from burping up the smell of fish oil later. If you use RP78 as the code at shopbull.com, you're going to get 10% off uh, with that promo code, and you can use that indefinitely. So once again, that's shop. Bull.com, use code RP78, onenessdrops.com, use code RP78, and uh, both of those will help to support the program, and you're going to get something in return for it. So thank you very, very much to everybody who has supported the program. Um, also, JR, I want to talk about uh, this kid, this supposed kid, 21-year-old kid working at a military base. He's in the Air National Guard in Massachusetts. And he somehow got his hands on high-level intelligence that looked to be a CIA uh, intel product. Um, do you have any thoughts on this? Because uh, it seems to be kind of convenient, you know? I mean, the government announces right afterwards, oh, gosh, we, we got to take a closer look at what you're doing on the Internet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't really follow. I haven't really had the chance to, to follow on it. Um, but I did read a few messages that I've gotten from people. That you know they 
they wanted me to come out and make a statement being a former Air Force guy. Um, yeah. But, you know, to me, it's it's quite convenient that the Air Force already knows who did it and why and how. Um, you know, you had you have Vinman that that went and leaked all the information that he leaked. And, you know, he's doing podcasts. But then you mm-hmm. have you know this young man that supposedly leaks this information and he's what, arrested by the SWAT team. So, I mean, I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that someone of such a low rank would have access to files like that. Um, that that's and that's the thing that's weird to me too. I mean, I and you know, not having been in the military myself, not having had a security clearance, you know, I I, I wanted to know. I mean, like, is is that normally what you have access to? I mean, they haven't, as far as I know, they haven't told us what this kid's job was on base. But it seemed like he was a pretty low rank to be getting stuff that was made by the CIA for like generals and special forces on the ground in in Ukraine. Yeah, I think um, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Kent made a a statement about it. Being and Joe's a former special ops intel guy uh, running for Congress in Washington, and I believe he was, you know, he come out and said like, you know, that he just doesn't see any way possible for you know this young guy to to have this information unless he is a, some kind of a super hacker and you know broke mm-hmm. broke through military firewall to get it. I mean, it's quite easy, you know, when you're on the same server as the, you know, the military to, 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 to track and trace what you're doing. I mean, it's harder, it's harder to stop people coming from the outside in, excuse me. It's, it's easier to stop people on the inside versus versus the outside. Right. Because you Mm -hmm. have so many, it's a familiar device. I mean, there's so many different, you know, things that go come into play from a cybersecurity perspective, which I do know. Um, But I don't know, it's fishy to me. Right. Um, you're talking about uh, United States Air Force that can't even maintain my personal uh, military files and and prove that the person calling shouldn't have my social security number, let alone mm-hmm. you know some young kid that is supposedly leaking uh, CIA level um, top secret information. I, I just I, I don't I, I just don't. It, there's holes all over it for me. At, yes, at, yes. You know, my intuition says it's extremely questionable. Well, you know, the the other thing is that, I mean, this apparently <clears throat> was not some type of an electronic uh, accessing of this information. I mean, it was physical material. You know, I mean, he took pictures of documents that he apparently got while on base. You know, so, uh, again, if it was printed out, whoever did the printing, that would have been easily tracked. I mean, they watch to see who is accessing documents. They watch to see who is printing documents. So if it was printed, I mean, it must have been a work product specifically for uh, an individual, somebody who was supposed to have that that information. But for me, the most shocking aspect of it is that this kid exposed the fact that the United States is not just engaged in a proxy war, but we have special forces on the ground in Ukraine. We are providing material support to Ukraine that could end up engaging in a much hotter kinetic war, because if we sell missiles to Ukraine, they end up using them to fire inside Russian borders. You know, that that's going to escalate rather quickly. And then there is the question of uh, all of our tenuous relationships with what has been for years billed as allies. You know, I mean, we got Turkey, we got Mali, a couple of different places planning to sell Egypt planning to sell uh, weapons to uh, to Russia when we're supposed to be like hand in hand with them. Um, you know, I mean, that's the part that's shocking to me. And 
Did you happen to see that uh, there's also a reporting from the CIA in that document that Israel's Mossad was fomenting unrest against Benjamin Netanyahu. I mean, it sounded <clears throat> exactly like what the CIA does here in America when they want to foment unrest against uh, a, a leader that they don't think is too popular. No, I, it, it, I don't know. I think I think everything we're doing in the Ukraine is is extremely questionable, and yeah. you know, I have I have a couple of buddies that you know are. One of them specifically is a former Intel guy in the Marine mm-hmm. Corps, and he is, you know, he was somebody that that helped me significantly on my campaign. And, um, you know, he, he he thinks that the military hit piece and a lot of things that happened in my campaign were all to conserve Marcy Kaptur because she's the head of the Ukrainian caucus. So, I don't know, we're, we're looking into that, I, w- I would say, um, her connections in the Ukraine. Um I know there are some things that I know about. I just can't, you know, I can't put with fact on it yet, but um, everything we're doing there, we're just, we're, we're just emboldening the Ukrainian government to continue a war that they just can't win. And, you know, unless we directly get into the fight, which we have no business doing, but unless we do that, we're just setting ourselves up for failure, um, you know, in the long run. Yeah, I know there's advocates out there that say differently, you know, but I mean, we're not, we're running this shadow war versus Mm -hmm. actually coming out and I'd rather flat out help the Ukraine and just do it than run this. Well, it's illegal. It's illegal as it is right now. Congress has not declared war. Joe Biden is just sending people in. Uh, the right. Pentagon <clears throat> is offering material support. I mean, it, the, and the fact that we've got troops on the ground. I mean, this is a war. Right. We're, we're at war. OK, this is World War Three. You know, the only thing that's missing is the nuclear strikes. And I, I don't right. know if that's going to come. You know, I think that hopefully everybody is smart enough to recognize that, like, you know, we can't get to a certain point. Otherwise, it's just mutually assured destruction. That's what's kept us at bay all these years. Um, and, uh, and yes, uh, Patriot 714, color revolution in Israel. That's, that's exactly what I think they were doing. All right. We've got two more callers. We're going to take these callers. If you're not on the line, don't get on the line. <clears throat> and, um, I sent you, I texted you a good video of Zach too, if you want to, if, if you want to look at it. Okay. All right. And, uh, yes, let me go ahead and, um, and pull this up on the computer. And, uh, all right, caller, uh, we're still waiting for the microphone to connect. So give me just one second. Let me see which Wi-Fi network I'm on. Okay, make sure that I'm on the same one here. All right, caller, your audio is connected. Can we get your name? Hi, I'm Allison. Hi, Allison. Welcome to the program. How you doing? Hi, Zach. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. So what's on your mind tonight? Well, um, well, first of all, I I have never called into your show, but I watch your show all the time. So excited to call in. Hi to you and everybody. And thank you for what you do. Thank you so much. And, I appreciate that. And hi, JR. Hi, Allison. Okay. So I wanted to say that I did vote for you, JR. I'm in Mommy, Ohio. Me too. <laughs> <All right. laughs> did you hear that in the background yeah 
<laughs> okay. So I just wanted to say that this was so odd. The, when we voted for you, I've never encountered this before, but we vote from mommy high school and we waited probably two hours to vote. It was very kind of like what you heard in Arizona going on. It was so weird. We've never encountered that before. They had way less voting machines mm-hmm. in our voting area. And we, we've just never seen this before. We had like 12 voting machines. Um, I voted a paper ballot, but they had 12 machines. Normally I want to say you have like 20 machines. You're able to walk in and walk out. There's typically no wait. And this was even, it wasn't even like that when we voted for the general election. Yeah. there We had reports of, of, of turnout um, that day. I actually, <laughs> I was actually in my campaign RV and I was driving around the district going to different um, voting locations just to see. And, you know, there were, there were places that historically people would come in and they would just go right to the machine vote and they're done where they had been waiting yeah. three, four, five hours. And, you know, yeah, they were predominantly yeah. Republican because Republicans were voting on, you know, on the day of the election. Yeah. And the other thing that we found out is that um, there was a political action committee that was supporting the Democratic Party that was giving out vouchers for people to vote for these food trucks. And they had these food trucks that were not on the premise of the, you know, the, the voting location, but like right across the parking lot. Right. And so they were antagonizing mm-hmm. people to come vote for a thirty-five dollar food food ticket, and then there oh, was wow. the the automotive union had some of their workers out in the um, western part of the state, like Defiance and Williams County, and they were essentially following people from their car with flyers about me, saying, "You know, this guy's stolen valor." Blah 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 blah. They were just you know up in these yeah. people's face about it, and. You know, people got inside terrible. and probably changed their vote. Well, that's illegal, yeah, that's really too. Terrible. I mean, to be campaigning that close to uh, uh, to a polling place. I mean, you, you can't be doing that. But, of course, you know, they were Democrats. If it's, if it's not if it's not campaign material, right, if they print it out from their yeah. home printer, I mean, there's, you know. Shows how worried they were, I guess. Yeah, they yep. They, yep. They, yeah. they really pulled one and. Unfortunately, that's what the Republican Party was supposed to be there for. They were supposed to help defend me against all that stuff. And, you know, I didn't have them. So it's unfortunate. I know you had so much support here and I I was sure. I mean, you know, we had a couple of other Republicans in Ohio that got in and I thought for sure, you know, that you're in. And I just can't even believe that you didn't win that. Yeah, it. that's why I mean, that it was it was tough, right? Because I, I was, I wasn't overconfident. I was, I was realistic. I, I thought there was a chance I could lose because of the hit piece, but I thought I had done enough, um, you know, locally. Cause I worked really hard. I was, I was yeah. out meeting people. I quit my job. I was, you know, 12 to 16 hours a day, every day going somewhere and talking to talking to people. So, you know, even today, like I can't even go anywhere without somebody recognizing me. And I have yet to got to, to get any negative feedback. I've not met anybody in public that was, you know, has something negative to say. It's all positive. So it is something that I can kind of hold back as like, it's kind of an anomaly, but you know, I, I was at a point after the election that, you know, the, the Mike DeWine and, and his crew won by such high margins that, you know, they were, they were just content with their results and they moved on. So. 
Sure. Do you do you mind if my husband asks a question? No. No. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I just want to tell you. So for the whole year before your election, I would get on my stair machine elliptical thing and do a workout and I'd I'd put on Toledo Eleven News just for a little bit, right? Yeah. And that Marcy Captor would put those things against you that I was getting angry with because it, I think that should be illegal 100%. They made you look out to be a piece of crap, even made my brother think that way of you before the election because he was ignorant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, right, you know, because they would research, apparently, quote-unquote, research what I knew the, the candidates, but... You know, it's so hard when they control all the information and they're, you know, they're blocking the information that, you know, people like yourself, Zach, are trying to get out. Yeah. 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 They control the Google search. They control all that stuff. So, you know, it's it, unfortunate. It, all it's that wrong. stuff goes to the highest bidder. It absolutely is wrong. hundred percent. Yeah. That's why we have, yeah. you know, that's why we have to all get involved. Right. And, you know, exactly. locally, locally, we have to be willing to stand up. And, you know, like even now when I announce there's Republicans on social media saying, oh, Jr., you know, you're not going to win the general election. You should back out and let another Republican run and blah, 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 blah. I mean, the same, thing, the same thing that happened to me <laughs> is going to happen to them. If they can't find out something about you, they're going to make up a lie. And, you know, I, I, right. live, I live a very I've lived a very, very principled life. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a screw up. I don't have skeletons in my closet and I didn't. I mean, the only skeletons I had in my closet were the military was the military DUI. And I was forthright about that. You know, Marcy captor made you look like a piece of crap for no reason. And she needs to be punished for that. It's that bad. That's how I feel. I I agree. He's pretty passionate about that. (laughs) I'm very passionate about that. She has no right to do what she did. We're, um, we're behind I, you, though, Jr. There's a lot of people here, and you actually, you came to my home and gave us a yard sign. I, I asked your uncle, Doug, on, I uncle talked Doug. to him. And, yeah. yeah, Uncle Doug, and um, he's such a nice man. And, and you know, I, I said, I'll support Jr. any way I can. So if you need, you know, if you need somebody on your team going forward, I... I will, you know, I'll help out any way I can. But I wanted to thank you for that. I wasn't here when you came to my home, and I felt so bad. But I wanted to say thank you for that sign. I still have it. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> keep them because I think we're going to keep the same design. So nice. Okay, I will, I'll I'll have to put it back out soon. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. It means a lot, to Allison me. and Allison and husband. Thank you so much for your call, you guys. I appreciate you, and uh, thanks for calling in tonight. Much love to you. All right. Much love as well. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Final caller of the evening. It's my brother from another mother, Matt1776, from the foxhole itself. Go ahead and unmute, Matt. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I had the screen, uh, the stream muted because <laughs> there's a little, <laughs> a slight delay. Um but no, I just wanted to call in because of like two things that I, I heard on the stream tonight. And uh, one was when Zach, you had said that, um, you know, it's really, we're at kind of like at a point in history where like, 
we're actually starting to get people that really represent America into office, but that's probably in the past. It's, it's, you know, maybe a handful of people like in that actually have like the true citizens rights, like in mind in, in terms of what they want to do in office. So that really struck me because I know that's exactly what you would do, you know, if you got elected. So that was something where it's like, and then the next thing too, is like you said, you know, <clears throat> I only tr- want to try to run once. Cause I'm sure it's like super tolling, you know, to, to run this campaign. I'm sure it's just like really hard and stressful and everything like that. And it's like, you want to give it a go. But then like when you, cause I didn't really follow exactly like how you lost, but like the details of like what they did <laughs> to attack you where it's, it's kind of like a David and Goliath story because you're taking on an opponent that has the full weight of the mainstream media, like at apparatus that is just spewing these lies against you. And the way they discredit this, it's just, it made me frustrated to hear about it. So it's like, man, you, you gotta just, you know, I really, you know, hope that you don't give up on, you know, on the, on the effort to try it again. Cause so many people here on this platform support you and, you know, whatever we could do to help you, I think would be awesome. Cause, um, yeah, no, I it, just hearing the whole story. I'm like, he needs to win <laughs> somehow. Yeah, it's true. I appreciate it, man. The hardest part for me, you know, I, I spent, I grew up, I grew up poor, right? My, my, my dad had a, my dad was injured at Chrysler when I was a young kid. And, uh, you know, we lived off of Social Security um, my entire life because my dad was injured and they it took years for them to give him a disability check, right? And by the time he got it, I was already graduated from high school. So we effectively lived off $2,000 a month my entire life. And Man. I'm and dad and my me and my sister. And so, you know, after graduating high school, I decided to go to the military just because I, I wanted to wanted to try to do something to make some kind of a difference and make something out of myself. And then, you know, graduated, um, finished my master's degree. And then, you know, I, I, I worked really, really hard in the, in the nuclear power industry and I became, you know, one of the higher level uh, leaders. And, you know, I, I, I worked really, really, really hard for that. And, you know, I had to, I gave up my career for this, but, I really gave it up when they when they came after me because you know I'm I'm effectively unemployable you know there, there's there's no way to walk into that huge salary that I mean I made a lot more in, in, in the nuclear power industry than I'm ever going to make in Congress and that that will never change and you know the members of Congress make I think 189 thousand a year or something like that so I was already sacrificing in that regard but then when they say that I stole valor and I misrepresented my military career, you know, if I was to go back to the power industry and I've talked to my buddies, you know, that are still there and, and, um, you know, it's going to, it's, it would be very, very hard because the power industry is very apolitical and, you know, part of, uh, part of being entrusted with millions of dollars and, and, um, you know, the, the livelihoods of your employees is being, you know, going through a background check and, I'm not sure I would pass the Google search at this point. Yeah, well, you know, 
I just, yeah, I just wanted to say like, you know, that the fact that, you know, you're still, you know, believing that you can do it. It's really inspiring. The story is really inspiring. So I just hope, you know, the best on your next effort and just don't give up brother. Cause you know, it's possible for you to, to win. I know it is. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. I'm going to fight. That's yeah. all I know how to do at this point. I've always been a fighter. Um, I've always been somebody that stands, you know, right, right with my principles. So, you know, I just have to have a, I have to keep faith that, you know, there's a, there's a purpose for me. And, you know, when things get, when things get a little raw and tough, I just got to remember that, you know, there's people in this world that have it harder than me. And I'm willing to, I'm willing to stand on the front line and take the arrows. If that means someday I can fire them back. For sure. And uh, just one last question, I guess, popped in my mind, but like, I know, you know, working on this platform that I've been working on with, with Pilled and Foxhole and like, you know, I'm sure Zach doing his streaming and stuff like that. When you find something that you really like to do, you kind of like, kind of feels like it's like your calling. Like you just kind of know it's like, man, this is meant for me. Is that the kind of, I mean, I'm sure it was like, obviously losing is tough, but like you had some victories too, you know, getting Trump's endorsement, like that's, that Mm -hmm. got a, that probably felt amazing and everything, but did it feel like you're kind of like you were doing, like it was like the thing that you wanted to be doing, you know, when you were campaigning and everything, ignoring like the outcome. Absolutely. I mean, you know, my career, I I would say that, you know, I was successful in my career because of my leadership style. Um, I was, you know, until probably the last two years of my career, um, I would always be working, you know, the people working for me were always, you know, like 20, 30 years older than me. And, um, you know, I, I, I got to where I, I, I did because I, I, I was a servant leader. Right? I, I, I always looked out for the people before myself and I, I understood, you know, the, the principles that, you know, you're only as good as your team. And I never pretended to know more than them. I just, you know, I stayed in my lane, if you will. And, there's a lot of bartering that went on. I can tell you that I, I taught a lot of my workers how to FaceTime their grandkids in exchange for them, you know, teaching me what they're working on, you know, in the field. And I've always had this knack for, you know, wanting to help people that were either disadvantaged or just forgotten. Right. And it's just been something that's always been in me. And um, I did it as a kid and I did it professionally and I still feel that way now. I don't feel like the public is necessarily at a disadvantage, but I feel like they're forgotten. And I felt like a part of that forgotten group because before, before Donald Trump, I wasn't necessarily politically motivated. I was too consumed by my career. I just wanted to keep climbing that, that, that ladder. And as God would have had it, you know, I decided to paint my lawn with the Trump logo. I got to meet Zach and, you know, I still wasn't thinking politics. I mean, it wasn't until, you know, because there was that election, right? There was the Trump election that, that, you know, we watched. And it it was right after that where I realized what they did to him. And I looked at the potential vulnerabilities here in the district that I was in. And I just knew that nobody was going to run. And COVID had me sit, you know, working from home. And that allowed me to spend more of my free time being, you know, involved with the Republican party. And, uh, you know, I just got inspired and I absolutely think that a position of representation in Congress, if you truly 
perform the job as our forefathers intended is right up my alley. You know, if you if you if you're truly going out, you're truly being involved in your district, and you're listening to the people. You, you know, you can't be partisan as much as people want to. You can't be partisan, and that's what I think the beauty is of me running in this district is because this district is kind of a fifty-fifty split, and if people would have actually listened to me versus listening to the one-sided message machine from the Democratic Party, um, like they did in the primary. I mean, my primary, I beat a state senator and a state representative, and that's because they didn't see me as a threat. And and when they didn't see me as a threat, I was able to communicate and bring Democrats over and bring independents over. But once I won, you know, Marcy Kaptur, I mean, the primary was in May. She started running attack ads on me in June. Right. So they, they were 100 percent scared, scared of me. And, you know, they probably are. Media Matters is probably recording this entire live stream and sending it to Mercy, Mercy Captors team, you know, tomorrow. Hey, Alex. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. And, and, you know, <laughs> these guys are you know, they had people following me. They had people coming and filming my campaign speeches and. I was talking to these people because that's just the kind of guy I am. And, you know, when it goes back to, you know, all these people that say JR said he was this, JR said he was that. If I would have said that I was like some crazy Rambo warrior killing the Taliban in Afghanistan, and I probably shouldn't have just said that because they'll probably cut it up and make it sound like I did. (laughs) But if I would have said that, they would have had it on tape. They would have had audio. They would have had video. They didn't have that. All they had was me on Chase Geiser's show called One America Podcast, saying that I had a tough tour in Afghanistan and I went 40 days without a shower. And if you were in Afghanistan in 2002, if you were in the Middle East in 2002, and you showered with anything but a bottle of water and, and baby wipes, you had it a hell of a lot better than me, and I was in the Air Force. <laughs> Man. Man, so, that's tough. Um, yeah, what, one last question for you. Um, you said you're going to run again in 2024 i'm sure you've learned some stuff in this like first trial what is one thing that you think in 2024 then the next time you go around that you've you know like you are going to change about like is there anything you've kind of figured out that you think will be more helpful next time around like i'm sure you've learned a lot from it yeah there's i mean there's multiple things i think number one is is never apologize um you know, the minute you say sorry is, especially with the Democrats, um, the minute you say sorry or the minute you um, bend to any request or any demands that, that they make, you're you're automatically on your heels. And they are going to be relentless. No matter how honest you are with them, no matter what you give them, they are going to spin it. They already have a narrative in mind. They already have a message. They're going to go forward with it. And there's nothing you can do to change it. And no high-paid consultant should be able to convince you otherwise. They're not fair. They're not going to tell the truth. And they don't give a shit about anything but going viral and slandering and, and abusing whoever they're targeting. Um, I'd say the, the second, I think, most important thing that I learned is you can't count on anybody but yourself. Um, you know, I had, I had members of my team that worked for me that are now working for, you know, another candidate. And, you know, I, I really really worked hard trying to help them. And, you know, I tried to help them grow professionally and, uh, you know, they're, they were young and inexperienced and, you know, now they're, they're campaigning against me for all the wrong reasons. And, 
it's unfortunate because, you know, they're out talking about me to people that they don't realize are still my friends that tell me everything. But, you know, not, not that, I mean, I guess there's certain circumstances where they can look at the campaign and say that JR could have done things differently because they're 100% is. And, and, you know, I, I, but I always had an open door. I always had an ear. And I think I actually, I think I spent too much time listening to them rather than not enough. And um, there were times where I should have trusted my gut and I didn't because, you know, I thought that other people had my best interest in mind. Yeah, that's uh, well, you know, I mean, just judging about like how many hit pieces and stuff, I can always judge, like I always use a rating of like judging how true a particular political person is by how much they get attacked. I mean, look at Donald Trump, but if that's the kind of response you got, means they know you're an America firster and yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they're scared of. So, yeah. Speaking of that, that's the video I sent Zach. The, the video I sent you, Zach, is the day before the election. I was uh, speaking at a Trump rally, and when Trump acknowledged me in the crowd, he gave his his uh, his peace of mind. Let let me go ahead and play it for the audience right now. And J.R. Majewski, you know, he suffered he suffered a lot of false false statements, and uh, I just want to tell you, everyone knows the. They all, all of the people that I've just named, but they have my complete and total endorsement. You know that. And uh, they treated JR very unfairly. They made up a lot of stories. He's a tremendous warrior and a great gentleman, and I think he's going to do very well tomorrow. But I think he got treated very unfairly. I don't even know what's going to happen. You know, the fake news went after him, and uh, we don't know what's going to happen. But I think you're going to have a good result because the people know that you are a legitimate hero. You know who told me that? You know, told me that Jim Jordan. That's all I have to hear when Jim says it. <laughs> yeah, Jr. I, I was actually broadcasting that live as President yeah. Trump said that. So, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I trust President Trump uh, implicitly and I trust you implicitly. I, I don't need anybody to define who you are. Or the type of man you are, because I know, I know from personal experience. So, well, he was. Uh, uh, I, I can tell you when all that stuff came out. Um, I just, I just want you guys to know. Don't think I got a pass. Um, mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Uh, Trump is a legitimate guy, and uh, yeah, if I would have been lying, he had to cut ties with me, um, and I would have expected him to. And yep, um, yep. I did get a call. Right, I got a call, and I don't know what yep. he did, but you know, I know, I know that. Uh, you know, there was a there was a quiet couple of days until I was you know contacted again, and uh, they did their due diligence. So, you know, don't don't think for one minute I got a pass just because I painted my lawn and I love the guy because uh, that's that's just not how you know he rolls. And I can say that out of all of the people um, that I've that I've come across work with in politics, you know, he he has been you know one of the strongest. I mean, just. You love the guy, you think you love him, then he does something else that makes you love him more. You know, that's what I'll say about Trump. He's he's a fantastic oh, ho- dude. Hold on, you guys. I got something in the mail today, and I meant to bring it in here to show it off. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> he's got his book. That's cool. No, that, that's, I mean, 
it's cool that he does that due diligence and I'm sure you can use that clip. Like that clip is amazing. You got to use that clip. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah. I got the letter letters to Trump book in the mail today and hold on just a second. It, uh, it has a personal message from the president in it. Oh my God. It says I will always fight for you and the American dream. Donald Trump. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't think he actually wrote that, but it kind of looks like it. and I can't tell. So I know that they were selling autographed copies and uh, this was sent to me by a viewer. Tilly. Thank you very much, Tilly. Oh, <laughs> dead. Oh, look at that. Say it again. I got a Christmas card from him. Man, and my God. Even he, he even signed it, and Baron signed it with their with their little silver pen there. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dude, you got to put that in like a plaque. Oh, I've got a I've got a bunch of stuff. He he actually sent me after I won the election. I posted a picture of me and my dad because my dad passed away right before the primary, and um, he he wrote he he took the tweet that I that I you know because I said I I wanted to dedicate the win to my dad, and he wrote me a letter. And signed it and, and mailed it to me, and I got that in a plaque. So, and I got the first, I got a five thousand dollar check from him, which is the maximum amount that you know a campaign can donate to another campaign. I and I'm getting that framed too. So, um, amazing, you guys, man. I have, I have an announcement. Ron DeSantis earlier today filed his intention to run for freaking president of the United States with Christy Nome as his That's vice fake. president. It's fake. Is it fake? I mean, yeah. I, well, I mean, I'm I, I somebody somebody sent a link to the FEC website. So it's you're fake. saying no, that's not real. OK, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for telling I ver- me. I, didn't I, have actually, time to- I actually verified that with Trump's people today. Um, yeah, they, that, that was filed. At, was it on the 9th or something? 19th? Oh, I don't know. I, I just I, I had screenshots here and an FEC website link. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's been like, I think, four of them so far that have been filed. They're all. Wow. Fake. All yeah. right, good. Yes, because I was really surprised to see that. I was like, no way, I can't even believe this. Okay, glad to know, glad to know. Yeah, it was sent to me, and then I forwarded it, and they're like, no, nah, it's fake, don't worry about it. That good catch, good catch, <laughs> but it's fake. Good stuff, good stuff. Yes, totally fake, guys, totally fake, totally fake. Uh, but people are sharing it all over the place as if it's real. Um, all right, well, yeah. listen, you guys, we we got to get off the air. I, I've got I've got my bladder's going to burst, and i got to get these dogs outside, too. But... Um, uh, I, I love you, Matt. Thank you so much for calling in tonight, buddy. It's good to see you. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, it's so good to meet you, Jr. Like, uh, it's you have a really inspirational story. So it's really, it's been an uh, amazing pleasure to get to talk to you tonight. So thanks, brother. Keep on I trucking, brother. Thank you, yeah. man. I will. Yep. All right, man. Ya. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. All right. Final thank yous over here on the foxhole. Uh, yeah, Matt seventeen seventy six said Jr. Never give up fighting. Fong Chaser says a brewski for Majewski, and then one of those. Uh, NX17 says much love to our amazing mods. Thanks. Uh, Average Joe Patriot, good to see you, buddy. He says future so bright, you got to wear shades. Much love, JR and RP78. Never give up. Uh, and then D Patriot1776 says JR Lawn Party 2024. Uh, we, we need to have another uh, in person event there. Maybe we can do it in Florida this time, but certainly if you do it up in Ohio, I'll be there. 
and uh, and I and I hope that we see another awesome lawn painting. Uh, you, we could do Trump Majewski 2024. No, you're I, could- I mean, look, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> this 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 cycle, you're coming to Mar-a-Lago with me. We tried to make mm-hmm. it happen a couple times. So, Man. Yeah. you know, as soon as we start going to Mar-a-Lago, we're going to get you there. And I actually right. was just invited to a uh, a meetup in Michigan by nice. Pixels sent me a. Sent me oh, a text cool. asking me if I if I wanted to come to a meetup. So of course I'll go. Of course I'll awesome. Go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Foxhole people are good people always. Um all right. Uh JR, we're at the end of the show. What do you really want the audience to take away from tonight's conversation? Um, I, I think the most important thing is what we've probably talked about over and over again for the past couple of years, right? We gotta mm-hmm. fight. You have to fight, but you have to fight with the head on your shoulders, right? The brain that you've been given. Um, you know, we've been we've been placated into this party of, you know, uh, screamers and shouters, but, you know, we're not getting off the couch. We're not doing anything. And, you know, being a couchside conservative is, is adding no value to the party. Um, what we're doing online, I mean, granted, those things are fantastic, but you have to support your local candidates. You have to support you know, your local government. And if you don't like what's there, you know, you can't always pick the team you play for, but, you know, you can get on that team and become an all-star and, and, you know, you can set the trend. So keep fighting, keep faith. And, uh, you know, I'll always be here for you as much as I know you, you guys will always be here for me and keep this guy on the air because America needs him as much as it needs me in Washington, DC. So awesome. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, much love to you, brother. Uh, I'm so glad that uh, we finally got you back on the show, and I'm really glad that you're not going to stop fighting as well. Uh, thank you to everybody out there who uh, hung out with us tonight. Thank you to everybody who supported the show. Let me just check one more time, make sure there's nothing I missed over on Cash App or buy me a coffee. Um, no, nothing on Cash App and nothing on buy me a coffee. Okay, no problem. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday, I'll have the day off. When you see me on Monday, I'm going to be even tanner because I'm doing yard work all day tomorrow. So until that time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you guys on Monday.
actually do have a <clears throat> document from the FEC. DocQuery.fec.gov. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it up here for you guys because it looks to me like this is actually legit. Um, but I haven't seen any official announcements from Ron DeSantis. Uh, hold on, I'm going to get this pulled up. And anybody who's still out there, you're going to have a special extra edition here. Let's see. Open it. Sorry. Okay. All right. Um, one second. And let's see here. Yes. No. Okay. So this is from the eighth. This is from the FEC's website. And it says, name of candidate in full, Ronald Dion DeSantis and Christy Lynn Nome, DeSantis for President Committee. Yeah. Um, so until there's an official announcement, I mean, if, if the paperwork is actually filed, then, I mean, then it's real. Um all right. Well, I, I'm 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 going to sit on this here. I mean, this is an actual document that's online, and thank you to my mom for sending it over. But all of those other documents are apparently fake. I, I don't know what the hell the problem is. Um, I, I'm extremely disappointed if DeSantis is actually running because that means he can no longer be governor uh, unless they change the law. I'll have to look into it. All right. We'll see you guys. Have a great night. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.